0: It's it's a it's scary skeletons, and shivers down your spine. Shrieking skulls will shock your soul and seal your doom tonight. Spooky, scary skeletons, speak with such a screech. You'll shake and shudder in surprise when you hear these zombies shrieks.
1: Great. I'm really glad that, that that's what this starts with. You know, everybody needs a good ass rider though.
2: <laughs> Super tight.
1: Someone who stands by you through thick and thin. Super through wack. asshole
2: or not asshole. This is really disgusting. <laughs> give
3: it a good fucking lick. And a good fucking just... Slather and gravy. Give me that rice and beans
2: Gentlemen I I suggest we start this with some prayers (laughs) Dear dear
1: God Dear God (laughs) Today was just one of those days I think God ate ass God definitely ate ass Why else would he give you one
2: Well I mean we all got shit Not Kim Jong Un Ah fuck can somebody there that goes can somebody objectively call you a sinner or is it always <laughs> is it always subjective there are the people telling the truth and then everyone else that's lying
1: <laughs> I would say it's pretty subjective
2: <laughs> you're like looking at me but I've not never, looking at me I've never heard of anybody lying
1: It's the oldest trick in the book
3: Tetron and his good Christian values. That's what I like. Give me to your, see on give this me your prayer. Praise be. Give oh, me your prayer. My
2: prayer? Okay. Under his eye. Under his eye. Can we just bow our heads for a minute? Thank you. Please. Oh, oh. what's her name? <laughs> Wait, what's her name? She
1: doesn't have a character. Now. Just acknowledge her as her.
3: Her. <laughs> oh, so she doesn't have a gender. <laughs> hmm. Shall I call you them? You they. are a Legion, for you are me. <sighs>
2: Oh, hive mind. <laughs>
1: <Ha! laughs> part of me wanted to... Part of me uh, really wanted to take, like, our favorite name to call women sometimes. <laughs> Are you thinking of the one I am?
3: I don't know. We call women a lot of things.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're right. Mossy Banks. I would say one of my favorites of terminology. He is a very ed- very wide spectrum Wait, what's my of etymological name? frowns McBoohoo. Wow, we're fucking up. Franz has a very wide spectrum of etymology, which is the, uh, the creation of words and vocabulary. I would say my favorite term that he uses for women is uh, Thodomus Prime. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know, I can't take 100% credit for that, but I'm going to. So,
1: fuck you, fatty fool. You football. are Thodomous Prime. <laughs> <laughs> right. From this day forward... The final Fultimus boss. Optimus Prime. <laughs>
2: uh, all right, let's begin with prayer. All right, yeah, thank yes. you. Um, mm-hmm.
1: Rub a dub dub. Thanks for the growth.
2: Yay, God!
3: <laughs> Heil God! That was that was,
2: that was delightful. Please just show some respect right now. All right, I'm <laughs> actually, I'm Sorry. dead, like I'm dead serious, guys. Yeah. I'm gonna start praying right now. Yeah. Can you, can you please be quiet?
3: And please I thought please, be my jokes. And I thought, my jokes.
2: <laughs> Dear God, we're we're taking this we're taking this to a new level tonight <coughs> in how we approach you. Capital Y. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, and you. Okay, got it. Oh sorry. We uh we we first of all, we humbly approach. Meekly approach second. And thirdly, we we slowly approach. It isn't. A, it's we, all approach. It is. It is. There's a slow, nothing else. It is a calculated approach. We calculatedly approached you tonight, asking for just one thing, and that would be I just mean, the. Um, quite frankly, for death, <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> for that endless <coughs> night. Four. I w- <coughs> and I will not go quietly <coughs> oh shit
2: the weed, man God you act you act quickly
3: well please well, well, I mean I want something else yeah I mean if we're coming to God I need about
2: this is an approach yes. are, you, are it's you coming back I'm, I'm, approach. I'm approaching are you I'm coming back God. at us
3: with the eight arm theory no I'm approaching God for about tree-fitty. Tree, know, tree, tree Fitty. Actually, no, we were talking earlier this night. Can you imagine if you had eight hands? Yeah, that's seven hands for dicks. And, and one on. for your own. I I wouldn't. I I, I don't know. <laughs> this is where it really breaks down. Would you be more of the You're giver? you like Shiva, the god of dick sucks. Would you be. Well, no, not dick sucks, dick tugs. Meat tugs.
2: Hmm. I kind of oh, just do a shout out. I'd like to say rest in <laughs> peace, XXX Temptation. <laughs>
1: I don't know who that is.
2: Is he, a, is he
3: the one with the rainbows? No, he, no, that's no, six nine. Oh, Takashi.
2: Triple X. Triple X was a was a gentleman. He was a gentleman. Uh, oh fuck! T- and the reason God, they're laughing is because they're ignorant. Is this entire episode for God? Apparently. Okay, is this
3: the triple digits. This is the episode.
2: This is the dear God. This is the Dear God episode. Have mercy on 6-9,
1: too. He'll be there soon. I know that's your favorite number. <laughs> it's your favorite number? Because, you know, it's better than 68. To wrap the there prayer up,
2: to wrap the now about five-minute prayer up. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's been fucking long. It's been the entire I, uh, episode so
2: I far. just ask for forgiveness, you know, because that's what we need, I guess. Um, anyone else have anything they'd like to, Any anybody else they, they'd like to pray for? Yeah, um... I said Triple said X, so... I'm, I'm pretty much... I'm spent. Vin Diesel? I don't have anyone else I can... Yeah. Vin Diesel? Yeah, Vin, Vin, Di- Diesel. Vin Diesel. Did I'll you try me? with Vin Diesel?
1: Nothing. He's Triple X. Oh. Franchise. It's fucking awful. Sorry, that was bad. a bad way to take it. No,
3: I'd like to pray for... Uh, I'd like to pray for Thodamus Prime.
1: Oh, Thodamus. Because... it's the words uh, right out of my mouth. Because if she's a... Uh, Thought of must
3: get an Amen. Amen.
2: Because if amen. she's if she's hankering It's gonna be like
3: a little whisper in the background. If she's hankering down with death. Yeah. Death Junior. Death oh. what's your name? Doctor Death. Doctor you, You've always called me whatever you've called. Yeah, wanted you know. To, that's fine. I mean like the amount of suction he's taken on those bar wow. grips, I can only imagine the amount of suction he's applying to other places. So uh I hope that she can handle it. I hope that she's ready.
2: That's what your that's what your prayer is going to be.
3: For Thaddeus is sniz. Oh, hmm. for it is holier than thou. It is patient. It is kind. It does not envy. It does not jealous. I don't know. I watched Walk to Remember one fucking time. <laughs> through, I can't remember. <laughs> through,
2: I don't remember through your son, through your son Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. The the prayers of all men. 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 Not just the next 40 minutes. For the next 40 minutes, we're gonna break down the prayer. We're gonna break down its structure. Jesus Christ.
1: Leviticus.
3: Leviticus chapter 69. If you're doing (laughs) if you're doing dick sucks, don't do them in Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah. Just do them in Sodom. (laughs)
1: Screw Gamora. (laughs) Yeah, fuck that shit. So, uh... Why are we even here? This is episode 100. France. This is a very momentous occasion. We have been doing this podcast for about two years. Jesus Christ, I'm old. It'll be two years come November. (sighs) And, uh... Wow. I think you've been on 15 episodes. This would be your 16th episode. Yeah. And I do Which like is it. more than anyone else.
3: Really? Mhm. Even more than Disco Fagula. <laughs>
1: <Bing>.
0: Hi. Um,
1: <laughs> yes, no. He he hasn't been on as many and neither has my boy. The best boy. Django and chain. Django Phillips. Jankies <laughs> Jankies. We got second best boy here though. If I if I were to say the people who approach the show as seriously as possible, the order would go Django Tanrano Trin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why I began, I began with prayer. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> what I mean. You're always um, making me feel bad about myself.
2: 100 is a holy number.
3: Uh, mm. Is it? It's got two holes in it.
2: You know how many commandments there were? And one stick. 69. The square root of 100. <laughs> What's
3: the square root of 100? <laughs> I hate you. That's one hole. I hate you so much. And you know and one what? Stick. You got a 1 for the dick and a 0 for the hole.
1: Yeah, which is why 100 is funnier because it's. Two holes share in one stick. So
3: instead of a double dong dildo, You it's, guys are um, my
1: holes. Crowns, square my hole.
2: Oh, to you, guys too.
1: <laughs> you guys are my holes. And I got the stick. <laughs> Welcome to episode 100.
2: <laughs> ass to ass. <laughs>
1: That's our assholes touching. Um, There's some hard assholes.
2: <laughs> pay attention to oh, the I'm sorry. In this The last 10 years
1: of being gay has probably made you sound like...
3: Actually, I have a very tight asshole. I will have you know. I didn't want to. All of those hardcore Kegel exercises. I didn't ask. All of those hard nights of thrusting squats. Damn it. Asked, How do you feel about this? I could this fucking, I could give uh. you a diamond if you shoved coal up there.
2: To be honest with you, I'm just I'm afraid of getting interrupted if I want to talk. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah, fuck yes. you and your Bible prayers. You're right. But
2: if we look at it objectively, <laughs> we're all made up of the same <laughs> yeah. stuff. So yeah. it shouldn't be disgusting what we do in our own privacy, because it's, it's what, it is just what makes us us. If, if Rounds wants to talk about the types of things he does with the types of stuff that he has... Dicks. Then let him. Let him talk about it. It doesn't make me uncomfortable water. It takes a lot to make me uncomfortable.
3: Two liters. Sulfur. 654 meters. <laughs> and a hundred other These traits are, and things that make up a human body. This
2: was the stuff we were going to use to bring mom back.
3: <laughs> and you know what I got? I got. I don't have a body. I ain't got no penis. My body's in another fucking realm anorexic and breaking.
1: Are you guys doing a brotherhood thing right now? <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't like it. Let's bring mom back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to fuck her. I mean...
3: Wow. Yeah, I want to... <laughs> fuck her. I want to fuck her, yeah. No, that's
2: pretty accurate. Huh. She did look a lot like Winry. Actually, you and I could cosplay Edward and Alphonse. Gosh. You would be Alphonse <laughs> and I would be Edward.
3: Would I be anorexic Alphonse no, or would, would I be in you the would suit be Alphonse? Edward.
2: Thank you. You'd be, you'd be a great. If we can get you the... The body of armor. You could wear it. and You you would, you would be also make Alphonse. Be,
1: and death could be... I don't even want to think about it. I would just be Naruto running in out of nowhere telling
2: you to believe it. Oh
1: <laughs> believe it. I want to see you
3: do...
2: Believe it, it pussy. I want to see you do Wilro Hood. That's
3: my shinobi way!
2: Uh, Who could he be? It's no. It's easy. <laughs> yeah, I it's mean, funny. yeah. That's, that's <laughs> the problem <laughs> with it. Wilro Hood... A character, kind of from Star Wars. <laughs> he was, I think, he was just made up for fun. I think he was. And then he, was he, like, a, he, was he was five, Wasn't he a five hundred first creation? You know what I'm having? No, no. Um, he wasn't a fan of legion creation.
1: Also no, almost ninety
2: five percent. Maybe sure. it was the five hundred first. I thought you meant like Battlefront two five hundred first. No, I mean like Legion, like the the yeah. I don't know if it was somebody in the Legion, but it was like canonized through like an official story. I'm not Mm. sure if it was in a book. Mm. So in episode five, there's there's a gentleman who is wearing an orange (sighs) jumpsuit.
3: I really hate Star Wars. Can you shut the fuck up?
2: Okay, fine. But you know what I was
3: gonna (laughs) But you know what I was gonna say? You know what I was really gonna say? You talking about Star Wars share
2: your your interests with your friends? Yeah, loud and clear, buddy
3: (laughs) Kill yourself. Listen Death back in the day in <laughs> oh, high school. Fuck. Yeah, I just want you to know, ladies and gentlemen, he's got a nice little beard and stash growing. But back in the day,
2: episode hundred, he that's, only that's ever
3: serious. had a he only ever had the peach fuzz. And when you said Star Wars, I thought about him being Chewbacca, which is actually achievable now. But then back in the day, he was just little peach oh, fuzz. Oh, Chewbacca.
0: <laughs> Dude, that was a good C-3.
2: Jubaca. Am I
1: right? Am I right? Yeah.
2: Oh, Chewbacca. That's really good. Yeah, Piate.
0: Yo, so.
3: Since when was Star Wars Mexican?
2: Um, okay, let's change topic real uh, quick. Since the word cantina.
3: Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, 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 I should just die. Let's go. So why are we here? What this is, is
1: this? This is episode one hundred. We've come a long way. <laughs> yeah, friends, you got something to say.
2: No, he doesn't. I just
3: think of that Family Guy <laughs> picture a, with, we have an, with Peter, <laughs> the table of women and the cigarettes. You've come a long way, honey. And they're just like pretending to laugh.
1: I don't like it.
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't like you. Why am I even here? I've asked you like five times. Not existentially,
1: but
2: literally, why are we here? (laughs) For
3: anal
1: sex. Welcome to episode 100. (laughs) This is pretty much gonna be the entire fucking thing. (laughs) No. We're gonna try and read a story, and then this is gonna fucking happen every time we do something. We haven't had an episode like this in a long time where it's just kind of like goofballs trying to read something stupid. Well,. Let's break it down. Let's let's have a plan. Some of your best episodes, Frowns, have been based off of reading just stupid
2: ass fucking stories. What did you my, want to break down? Oh my plan. So I have a plan. I it's suggest a, ma- this is a master plan. I suggest a master captain. Ass plan. Captain has the narrator. As narration stage directions, if you will. <laughs> sure. And Frowns and I will alternate characters. And if there are more I don't that. know the story. well, I think I do.
1: There's um, there's one I could see you doing very well. Here's how I want to do it. Okay.
3: It's it's not our show, man.
1: We're just pretty much. I want to do exactly what you said, but (laughs) But not. But I want you to play one specific part above all else. It's cast. Yeah, I work. You've kind of got the face for it. I'm not gonna lie. I don't
3: accept a little bit. Without a name roll, if you try to put me in ensemble, I'm gonna fucking leave. when's the shoot date bud i'll see if i'm free i fucking hate you oh my god this is what we're doing today nice
2: oh yes yeah yeah. i haven't read this in a long time long time wait so everything you were just saying wasn't what do you mean were you thinking about this when you were saying Uh, all the stuff just now not when I was saying this, but earlier when you had mentioned uh, I had read this before. Yeah. This is what came to mind. This is what came to mind?
1: Yes. Do I'm, you know this but story? It's I'm glad, it's because it, it could time. be very unnerving. People people very often talk about this one. R. God damn it.
3: R is a Ben Drowned!
1: So, this... Oh, fuck. We're reading Ben Drowned. Oh! And uh, I don't know if we actually we have a follower. We have like a fan. I've tried. Uh, he, he's, he's never he's never said anything on and en- on any of the episodes, like never commented or anything. But his username is Ben Drowned, so I have a feeling he's going to <laughs> enjoy this story. And that's not a joke. I could I, mean, I could I could actually show you. We actually have a, a follower. You know that the dude from how many followers do we have? I think. 50-something on here.
3: Jesus Christ.
1: 60-something on iTunes. Another 30 on Google Play. And like 15 to 30 on Mixcloud.
0: You hear
3: that thought, Ms. Prime? We're gonna be famous! (laughs) Your
1: Your thought's gonna be all over the place! Your episode that came out like five days ago has five views. And none of them are mine Synchronicity Someone must like me Oh my god What is happening Episode of the Z Had ten Dude Tenron Your last couple episodes Haven't been too great I don't know if you remember He's having like PTSD (laughs) flashbacks right now You
3: better start getting on your knees And praying boy
1: This isn't
3: happening Pray to the almighty lord This isn't real
1: This isn't real I want to know what he's doing right now Put his
3: cock in your mouth (laughs) <laughs>
1: That's a pretty good sound. Oh,
3: oh, do you think God's God. got a big cock? Help me. Oh, <laughs> do you think oh God, like,
2: help me? Do you think it's like know very he's thick, going.
3: or do you think he's like a chode? I would say it's all girth. Just a big fat. Are we talking, just like,
2: are
1: we talking about who? God. Oh. So, I forgot what I was trying to show you. I
3: don't know. This ben Drown's
1: username. Yeah, dude.
3: I'm just a big, big dick.
1: There he is nice he fucking like likes all of our episodes and listens like every week shout out to Ben Good, uh, good for you Ben we're reading we're reading the story behind your fucking username I hope you fucking like you it you f- piece of shit listen to a lot more than I have
2: so DM
1: me good <laughs> on, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite jokes that you tell in episode 88 is like hey man you're moving away maybe then you'll listen to the episodes and you're like you know what <laughs> maybe not <laughs> It's probably one of I my favorite. I knew myself jokes. too well. Oh, <laughs> uh, there's also a bunch of like uh, funny moments in the um, in the zombie episode <laughs> with you. I didn't because that's that story is so just vapid. Oh, I remember it being and being uninteresting creepy. that we just Confusing. kind of shit on it the entire time. It's really Init- funny. Well, initially, I, I'm try to take it seriously. No, because we we wanted it to be like World War Z. We wanted it to be this, like, scrawling yeah, epic yeah, yeah, about yeah, yeah. zombies and, you know, being in being in fucking Africa and all this. Sh- and it's fucking nothing like that, man. It's like a guy who complains the entire time. <laughs> it's not great. Shout out to episode 87? 80? 86? I don't fucking know. Let's rip into this Bitch. You want to just jump right in like that? Uh,
3: ooh, can you at least lube me up first, boys? Bend down. More like bend over. <laughs> bend over. I fucking hate you. Tongue punch my fart box.
1: Dear God, do I hate you? Cool. And by the way, this is just a this is just a dude who who stumbles on. I don't know if you've know anything about this story. <coughs> kind of. It's a video game. A guy stumbles across a a ROM, a hacked ROM of Majora's Mask, and it fucks him up. And apparently it's one of the most fucking popular creepypastas. I don't know. You said you've read it. A long time ago. Oh, man. Which one of you guys is certain? I'll start.
3: All right. So uh, this is Ben Drown.
1: Taking us back in time.
3: Gonna gonna do this one a little bit different than I usually do. I'm gonna be a little more serious on this one.
1: Hey, episode eighty was was really great. Can't even remember it. Pen pal. You were serious. Which one was that? The one with the friends and the stalker.
3: But even then, I had a little bit of like a thing going. <laughs> Just gonna try to be very
2: mono,
3: mono, yeah. monochromamamakan, <laughs>
2: Color. Color. Oh,
3: I gotta crack my vertebrae. Yeah, let him crack his vertebrae first. I want you to crack my anus. You
2: have to crack the verts real quick. Post.
1: <laughs> oh, I shit myself. Post number one. <laughs> September 7th. Two?
3: 2010.
1: And ten? 2010. I graduated high school in
2: 2010. I didn't. You know, interesting fact. You know what I did on the New Year's into this decade? Yeah, I was well, in my big... Lost your virginity? I was watching ESPN. Travis Pastrana did this—the longest jump on like some like bike I or something. I think I remember that. Uh, for to break in 2010. Fuck, I do remember. I remember that. watching it. He did it at the crack of midnight. I was alone, and I was—I was 15 or 16. I was 16. You know what I did? I killed myself. <laughs> I was 15. I lied. I'm Ben. <laughs> I was 15. Oh. My birthday's October. Oh, I lied. I was 15. You yes. were swifteen. I was, I was. <laughs> Start the fucking story. All, right.
3: <laughs>
1: Man, all right,
2: right. All right,
3: all right, all right. All right. Post number one, September 7th, 2010 scene marker take, <coughs> take and cut god damn it I'm going to my trailer <laughs> and that's a wrap people
0: okay, <laughs> All All
3: right, right, bro, right, but, but seriously but seriously okay am I supposed to read that dash x dash dash yeah, x it's Reddit. dash okay dash x dash I need your help with this this is not copy pasta This is a long read, but I feel like my safety or well-being could be very well dependent upon this. This is video game related, specifically Majora's Mask. And this is the creepiest shit that has ever happened to me in my entire life. So,
1: gotta stop immediately to ask what your thoughts on Majora's Mask as a game were.
3: I like it. I like that it's basically the five stages of grief. Kind of, yeah. It's it's a very very deep game. You can read into it a lot and look into things. And I so you I, think it has I think, a
1: surreal kind of quality.
3: Yeah, I already. think Ocarina of Time is a funner playthrough. Of course, um, because I hate the t- being so time based.
1: It's a it's an it's a hard. It's,
3: it's a hard, very stressful. It's a
1: hard mechanic to get used to. But, but it, it kind it of almost, plays into. It almost contemplates the same kind of like moral quandary, or I should say, mortal. Conjury of, like, life. A looming doom. An eventual demise, but, like, the clock is shortened. It's really... It's, it's, it's an odd fucking game. The more you think about it, the more it just seems like the bastard stepchild of all of Nintendo's Legend of Zelda games. Yeah.
2: It's nothing like the other Zelda games. No, no. not at all. It,
1: it uses the same engine as Ocarina of Time, but to compare them at all is just... It's like comparing, you just, you it's like comparing to anime to comic books. It's like comparing fantasy to anime. You know, it's like Ocarina of Time is so fairy tale. So, so you buy the books. Majora's Mask is a fucking mess. It's like fucking Donnie Darko. It's like a goddamn time traveler, dude. Keep trying to avoid your death. It's a nuts fucking game. It's Final Destination. It is like Final Destination, but it's you know also what, you like. Know life. What,
3: you know what your final destination is? On your deck. Death. My asshole. Oh, shit, man.
0: On your deck. And dick we're an back.
3: <laughs> Please stop. Everybody. Having said that, I recently moved into my dorm room, starting as a sophomore in college, and a friend of mine gave me his old Nintendo 64 to play. I was
1: stoked. I was stoked, stoked, bruh. I was stoked on it. I was stoked out of my fucking
3: mind. Oh, I meant to say coked. Um, <laughs> I was coked out of my fucking mind.
1: I stoked lost th- like three teeth my first year, bruh. I thought you were going to say stoned.
0: <laughs> Yo, man, I was so stoned I couldn't even fucking find the, the
3: TV to play the <laughs> game, bruh. Little <laughs> did I know, I was in the bathroom the
2: whole fucking time, You bruh. watch your goddamn mouth, I right? <laughs> Well, man, you want me to wash my mouth, bro? You're a really disrespectful piece of shit. You know that? <laughs> what, well, man? I hate myself too, bro. Hate yourself on your own time. All right, we got a fucking paragraph to. Here I'm there. gonna
3: hate. <laughs> did you? Did you just? I like assume- that he's kind
2: of taking my job. And did you making just? You feel like shit. Did you just
3: assume? My paragraph's gender?
2: I referred to it as a paragraph. I am so <laughs>
0: fucking triggered right
3: was
2: now. That? I Sorry, I was stoked. <laughs> I oh, shit, I didn't didn't know if it was the female or the male demonstrative. I need to use
3: stoked. <laughs> stoked. So much for doing this serious. I'm, I'm serious. Black. I am seriously black. Is that what you just said? <laughs> no, serious. <laughs> I was stoked. I was stoked, to say the least. I could finally play all of those old games in my youth that I hadn't touched in at least a decade. His Nintendo 64 came with one yellow controller, and a rather shoddy copy of Super Smash Bros. And while beggars can't be choosers, needless to say, it didn't take long until I became bored of beating up level 9 CPUs. Which
2: means he's a fucking badass. (laughs) Yeah. He'd be a streamer today. He'd stream Fortnite. I hate you. Hey guys. Welcome to my stream. I'm streaming, you guessed it, Fortnite. <laughs> Get ready for some w- w- fun action. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna win solo. <laughs> Alright boys, did where you, are we dropping? Did uh-huh. you do Ocarina in 64? Because I have a feeling I you, have one.
1: you didn't. I have one. When they were coming out.
2: Oh yeah. You did. Well, my parents played Ocarina and I watched them as a two year old. Oh. oh wow. Yeah. That's
1: weird. My mom. My, my
2: parents were early twenties, so they. My mom and dad. You won't. This is personal yeah. information, but they were they were early twenties when I was like a toddler. Yeah.
3: My mom was a forty year old playing Super Metroid for me while I was a kid because I couldn't play
2: it. Captain, what did your mother do? <laughs> Soul <laughs> travel. She beat me. Done wrong. <coughs> she beat. Me. She crushed you she crushed me crushed your spirits she gave me a chug-a-lug a <laughs> chug-a-lug with the boys <laughs> babies with the boys babies with the boys <laughs> well I was just down at the the old pub having a little cheeky chug-a-lug with the Satin men a with chug-a-lug. the my lovers my men
3: <laughs> I'd love to see your, your mom do that <laughs> that, that was weekend, reference. Decided. that was a
2: reference to Auntie Donna not this is this is all Sorry? shout out shout out to he's that he's talking he thi- we he had a plug in. He, right thinks, he's he oh, thinks he's people. He thinks he's so people.
0: cute.
2: Did you just assume? <laughs> you're people? My people. The identity of this being. <laughs> this person that's why I just did. <laughs> I thought you were Tetron
3: Otrin. Identify yourself. Please. I am
2: human. Please. What mean. are you?
3: Nanu nanny. Not human. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. nanu nanny. Read the fucking story. I'm the genie. I'm the genie.
0: That's, that sounded exactly like Robin Williams. You <laughs> <laughs> uh, sounded like uh, Tim Curry. <laughs> I mean,
2: honestly, uh, right away the two, Robin Williams. triple (laughs) X I'm a little little sadder for the the latter Uh, (laughs) Tentron Otrin,
3: Takashi Sensei (laughs) I mean (laughs) where are we right now that weekend
1: I decided to drive around a few neighborhoods this is my story 20 minutes or so off campus (laughs) hitting up the local garage sales hoping to score on some some good deals (laughs) from ignorant parents (laughs) I ended up picking up a copy of Pokemon Stadium GoldenEye, fuck yeah F-Zero and two other controllers for $2 satisfied I began to drive out of the neighborhood when one one lost one last house caught my attention I still have no idea why it did there were no cars there and only one table was set up with random junk on it but something sort of drew me there. I usually trust my gut on these things, so I got out of the car and I was greeted by an old man. His outward appearance was, for lack of a better word, displeasing. It was odd. If you asked me to tell you why I thought he was displeasing, I couldn't really pinpoint anything. There was just something about him that put me on edge, I can't explain it.
0: Mm.
1: All I can tell you is that if It wasn't in the middle of the afternoon, and there were other people within shouting distance. I would not have even thought of approaching this man. He flashed a crooked smile and asked what I was looking for, and immediately I noticed that he must be blind in one of his eyes. His right eye had that glazed-over look about it. I forced myself to look to his left eye instead, trying not to offend, and asked him if he had any old biblia games. You said video games? Video games. Huh. I was already wondering how I could politely excuse myself from the situation when he would tell me he had no idea what a video game was, but to my surprise, he said he had a few in an old box. He assured me he'd be back in a jiffy, and turned to head back into the garage. As I watched him hobble away, I couldn't help but notice what he was selling on his table. Littered across his table were rather peculiar paintings. Various artworks that looked like ink blots that a psychiatrist might show you. Talk fucking quieter, I'm gonna punch you. Get off speakerphone, you tit. Close the fucking door if you're gonna have a conversation.
2: Hi folks, we're back. We're back at the podcast. We just, uh, we had an emergency. We had to drive Browns to the hospital. He's Alright. Uh. <laughs> We <laughs> left him there! <laughs> Am I right, this <laughs> We left Frowns there! As I watched him
1: hobble away, I couldn't help but notice <laughs> what he was selling Frowns on the is table. back
2: from the hospital! <laughs>
1: Littered across his table were rather peculiar paintings. Various artworks that looked like ink blots that a psychiatrist might show you. But were actually anuses. Curious, I looked through them. It was obvious why no one was visiting this guy's garage anuses. sale. These weren't exactly aesthetically pleasing. Mm, As I came people. to the last. Aesthetically? <laughs> is that what you just said? Mm-hmm. Aesthetically. <laughs> you just As I came to the spenders last spenders. one for some reason, it looked almost like a Majora's mask. The same heart-shaped body with little spikes protruding outward. Initially, I just thought that since I was secretly hoping to find that game at these garage sales, some Freudian bullshit was projecting itself into the ink blots. but given the events that happened afterwards, I'm not so sure now. I should have asked the man about it. I wish I would have asked the
2: man about it. After staring at the Majora-shaped blot, I looked up and the old man was suddenly there again, arm's length, in front of me, smiling at me. I'll admit I jumped out of reflex and laughed nervously as he handed me a Nintendo 64 cartridge. It was the standard gray color, except that someone had written Majora on it in black permanent marker. I got butterflies in my stomach as I realized what a coincidence this was, and I asked him how much he wanted for it. The old man smiled and told me that I I could have it
3: for free. Tree fitty.
1: Tree
2: fitty. Goddamn
3: luck this monster trying to give me
2: Major Mash. The old man smiled at me and told me that I could have it at no cost. That it used to belong to a kid (laughs) who was about my age. What
3: if he didn't live
2: here anymore?
3: What if he made you paint on your asshole and smeared on a painting? And and you would join his collection.
2: Huh. Of I feel like
3: that, that would
1: almost take on like the Native American approach where I feel like I'm giving my soul away. <laughs> I see a sphincter and I want to
3: paint
2: it black. <laughs> <laughs> Please wow, continue this story. That reminds me of my time in Europe. I spent abroad. That I learned some really interesting...
1: Well, we read There was the something story. with the yeah, Winchester I, boys. I, I was not at the Winchester Boys. The,
3: the Winchester I that. Boys. I that
2: you sir! Point your criticisms at Frowns to your right. You're a scoundrel. I have remained on task. <laughs> and a field. punctual I'm going to go home now! I am focused. There was something weird about how the man phrased that. But I didn't really pay any attention to it then. I, I was too caught up in not only finding this game, but getting it for free. I reminded myself to be a bit skeptical since this looked like a pretty shady cartridge and there's no guarantee it would work. But then the optimist inside me interjected, maybe it was some kind of beta version or a pirated version of the game and that was all I needed to be back on Cloud9. You're a streamer, aren't you? I thanked the man and the man smiled at me and wished me well, saying goodbye then. At least that's what it sounded like to me. All the way in the car ride home, I I had a nagging doubt that the man had said something else. Goodbye, Ben. My fears were confirmed when I booted up the game. To my surprise, it worked just fine. And then there was one save file named simply Ben. Goodbye, Ben, he was saying. Goodbye, Ben. I felt bad for the man, obviously a grandparent and obviously going senile, and I for some reason or another, r- reminded him of his grandson, Ben.
3: Out of curiosity, I looked at the save file, eyeballing it. I could tell that he was pretty far in the game. He had almost all of the masks and three-fourth 4 remaining of the bosses.
1: I always liked that about the, the title screen. It kind of showed you your progress without showing you your progress. Yeah.
3: I noticed that he had used an owl statue to save his game, He was on day three and by the stone tower temple with hardly an hour left before the moon would crash. I remember thinking that it was a shame that he had come so close to beating the game, but he had never finished it. I made a new file named Link. Flonk. Out of tradition, and started the game. Ready to relive my
1: childhood. I recently played through Wind Waker and I named my guy, uh... Octorock. Suh Dude. So it sounds like everyone is saying, sir, dude, found some clothes for you, bro.
0: (laughs) Sir, dude, wait to your grandmother, bro. (laughs)
1: Great. Sir,
0: dude, go save your sister.
3: (laughs) Sir, dude, go fuck that pirate bitch. Yeah, sir, dude.
1: (laughs) Sir, dude. Sir, dude. Okay. Thank
3: you. Thank you. Bye. For such a shady-looking game cartridge, I I was impressed at how smoothly it ran. Literally, just like a retail copy of the game save for a few minor hiccups here and there, like textures being where they shouldn't be, random flashes of cutscenes at odd intervals, but nothing too bad. However, the only thing that I was a little unnerved about was that the times that NPCs would call me Link. And at other times, they would call me Ben. I figured it was just a bug. A fluke in the programming, causing our files to get mixed up or something. It did kind of creep me out, though, after a while. And it was around after I had beaten the Woodfall Temple that I regrettably went to the save files and deleted Ben. Ben
2: don't like that.
3: I had intended to preserve the file just out of respect for the game's original owner. It's not like I needed two files anyway, hoping that it would solve the problem. It did. And it didn't. Now NPCs wouldn't call me anything. Where my name should be in the dialogue, it was just a blank space. My save file name was still called Link though. Frustrated and with homework to do, I put the game down for a day. I started playing the game again last night. Getting the lens of truth and working my way towards completing The Snowhead Temple. Now some of you more hardcore Majora's Mask players know about the fourth day glitch. For those of you who don't, you can Google it. But the gist of it is that right as the clock is about to hit zero, zero, zero on the final day, you talk to the astronomer and look through the telescope. If you have time, it right till the countdown disappears and you have essentially have another day to finish whatever you were doing. Deciding to do the glitch and to try and finish the Snowhead temple I happened to get it right on my first try and the time counter at the bottom disappeared However, when I pressed B to exit the telescope Instead of being greeted by an astronomer. I found myself in the Majora's boss fight room at the end of the game The trippy boxed in arena staring at a skull kid hovering above me There was no sound just him floating in the air above me and the background music which was regular for the area but still creepy immediately my palms began to sweat this was definitely not normal skull kid never appeared here i tried moving around the area and no matter where i went skull kid would always be facing me looking at me not saying anything nothing would happen though and this kept up for about 60 seconds. I thought the game had bugged or something, but I was beginning to doubt that very much. I was about to reach for the reset button when text appeared on my screen. You're not sure why, but you apparently had a reservation. I instantly recognized that text. You get that message when you get the room key from Anju the Stone Pot Inn. But why was it playing here? I refused to entertain the notion that it was almost as if the game was trying to communicate with me. I started to navigate the room again, testing to see if it was some sort of trigger that enabled me to interact with something here. Then I realized how stupid I was. To even think that someone could reprogram the game like this was absurd. Sure enough, 15 seconds later, another message appeared on the screen, and again, Like the first one, it was already a pre-existing phrase, go to the lair of the temple's boss. Yes, no. I paused for a second, contemplating what I should press and how the game would react when I realized that I couldn't select no. Taking a deep breath, I pressed yes, and the screen faded to white with the words Dawn of a New Day with the subtext illegible beneath it. Where I was ported to filled me with the most intense
1: sense of dread and impending fear I had ever experienced The only way I can describe the way I felt here is having this feeling of inexplicable depression on a profound scale <laughs> So it's just another morning <laughs> I'm not Word, normal, man. I'm not normally I'm normally not depressed person, but the way I felt here was a feeling that I didn't even knew existed. It was such a twisted, powerful presence that seemed to wash over me. I appeared in some kind of weird Twilight Zone version of Clock Town. I walked out of the Clock Tower as you normally do when you start from day one, only to find that all the inhabitants were gone. Usually with the fourth day glitch, you can still find the guards and the dog that runs around outside the tower, this time they're all gone. What replaced them was the ominous feeling that there was something out there in the same area as me, and that it was watching me. I had four hearts to my name and the hero's bow, but at this point, I wasn't even considered for my avatar. I felt that I personally was in some kind of danger. Perhaps the most chilling thing was the music. It was the song of healing, ripped straight from the game itself, but played in reverse. The music would get louder, building up so as if you should expect something to pop out at you. But nothing ever did, and the constant loop began to wear on my mental state. Even now and then, I would hear the faint laugh of the happy mask salesman in the background, just quiet enough... So that I wasn't sure if I was just hearing things, but just loud enough to keep me determined to find him. I looked in all four zones of Clocktown, only to find nothing, no one. Textures were missing, West Clocktown had me walking on air, the entire area felt broken, hopelessly broken. As the reverse song of healing repeated for what must have been the 50th time, I just remember standing in front of the South Clock Town, realizing that I had never felt so alone in a video game before. As I walked through the ghost town, I didn't know whether it was the combination of the out-of-place textures and the atmosphere and the haunting melody of the once peaceful and soothing song being butchered and distorted, but I was literally on the verge of tears and I had no idea why. I hardly ever cry, something had gripped me here, and this powerful sense of depression that was both foreign and crippling. I tried leaving Clocktown, but every time I attempted to zone out, the screen would fade to black and I would just zone into another part of Clocktown. I tried playing my ocarina, I wanted to escape, and I did not want to be here, but every time I played the Song of Time or the Song of Soaring, it would only say, Your notes echo far, but nothing happens. By this point, it was obvious the game didn't want me to leave, but I had no idea why it was keeping me here. I didn't want to go inside the buildings. I felt like I would be too vulnerable there, that whatever I was terrified of. I don't know why, but I came up with the idea that maybe if I drowned myself at the laundry pool, I could spawn somewhere else and leave this place. As I zoned in and ran towards the pool, that's when it happened. Link grabbed his head and the screen flashed for a brief moment of the happy mask salesman smiling at me not link Me with the skull kids scream playing in the background and when the screen returned I was staring at the link statue from playing the song elegy of emptiness. I screamed as the thing just stared back at me with that haunting facial expression. I turned around and ran out and back into South Clocktown. and to my horror, the fucking statue followed me in the only way I can compare to the weeping angels from Doctor Who. Every so often at random intervals, the animation would play of the statue appearing behind me. It was like the thing was fucking chasing me. Or I don't even want to fucking say it. Haunting me.
2: By this point, I was on the verge of hysterics, but not even once did the thought of turning off the console occur to me. I don't know why. I was so wrapped up in it. The terror felt all so real. I tried to shake the statue, but it would literally appear right behind me every single time. Link started to begin to make weird animations. I had never even seen him do that before. He would flail his arms around and around or spasm randomly and the screen would cut to the happy mask salesman smiling again for a brief moment before i was face to face with that fucking statue again i ended up running into the swordmaster's dojo and ran to the back i don't know why but in my panic i just wanted some kind of assurance that i'm not alone to my dismay i found no one but as i turned to leave The statue cornered me in the cubby in the back. That's fucking terrifying. I tried attacking the statue with my sword, but to no avail. Confused and backed into a corner. I just stared at the statue, waiting for it to kill me. Suddenly, the screen flashed again to the happy mask salesman, and Link turned to face my screen. Standing upright, mirroring the statue, looking at me along with his copy. Literally staring at me. Whatever was left of the fourth wall was completely shattered while I ran out of the dojo, terrified. Suddenly, the game warped me to an underground tunnel, and the Reverse Song of Healing queued up again as I was given a brief moment of rest before the statue started appearing behind me again, this time aggressively. I could only take a few steps before it would summon behind me again. I hurriedly made my way out of the tunnel and appeared in Southern Clock Town, as I ran aimlessly, in a sheer panic, suddenly a re screamed and the screen faded to black as dawn of a new day and ineligible text, in quotes, on the page, <laughs> right now, <laughs> appeared again. The screen faded in and I was standing on top of Clock Tower, with Skull Kid hovering over me again, silent. I looked up and the moon was back, looming just meters above my head. But the Skull Kid just stared at me hauntingly with that fucking mask. A new song was playing, the Stone Tower Temple theme played in reverse. In some sort of desperate attempt, I equipped my bow and fired off a shot at the Skull Kid. And it actually hit him. And he played an animation of him reeling back. I fired again, and on the third arrow, a text box appeared saying, Well, that won't do any good. <laughs> I was picked up off the ground, levitated upwards on my back, and then Link screamed as he burst into flames, instantly killing him. I jumped when this happened. I had never seen this move used by anyone in this game, and Skull Kid himself didn't have any moves. As the death screen played, my lifeless body still burning, the Skull Kid laughed and the screen faded to black, only to have me reappear in the same place. I decided to charge him, but the same thing happened. Link's body was lifted off the ground by some unknown force, and he immediately burst into flames again, killing him. This time during the death screen, the faint sounds of the reverse song of healing could be heard. On my third and final try, I noticed that there was no music playing this time, that all there was was eerie silence. Just like that. It wasn't so eerie. <clears throat> I remembered that in the original encounter with the Skull Kid, you were supposed to use the ocarina to either travel back in time or summon the giants. I attempted to play the Song of Time, but before I could hit the last note, Link's body once again horrifically exploded into flames, and he died. What? Did Michael Bay have, like, a hand in this <laughs> remix?
0: Very explosion.
2: As the death screen neared its end, it began to chug. <laughs> have a chug <chug-a-lug>. of luck. <laughs> It, it began, began to chug along with the boys. Chug along with the with boys. My boys. With the boys. With the boys. Beroadin'! Oh god, anyway. It began to chug as if the cartridge was trying to process a lot of something. When the screen came to, it was the same scene as the first three times, except this time Link was lying on the ground dead in a position I had never seen him in, in the game before. His head tilted towards the camera, with the Skull Kid floating above him. I couldn't move. I couldn't press any buttons. All I could do is just stare at Link's dead body. After around 30 seconds of this, the game simply fades out with the message, you've met with a terrible fate, haven't you, before kicking you out to the title screen.
3: Upon getting back to the title screen and starting again, I noticed my save file was no longer there. Instead of Link, it was replaced with your turn. Your turn had three hearts, zero masks, and no items. I selected your turn, and immediately when I did, I was returned to the clock tower rooftop scene of my Link dead and the Skull Kid hovering over, with the Skull Kid's laughing loop again and again. I quickly hit the reset button, and when the game booted up again, there was one more save file added below. Your turn, entitled, Ben Save File, was right back where it was before I deleted it. At the Stone Tower Temple with the moon almost crashing. I turned the game off at that point. I'm not superstitious, but this is way too fucked up even for me. I haven't played at all today. Hell, I didn't even get any sleep last night. I kept hearing the reverse song of healing music in my head and just remembering the sense of dread I felt exploring Clock Tower, I drove back to the old man's house today to ask him some questions with, my, with a buddy of mine. No way I was going alone, only to find that there was a for sale sign in the front yard. And when I rang the door, nobody was home. So now I'm back here writing down the rest of my thoughts and recording what happened. Sorry if some of this has grammatical errors and whatnot. I'm running on no sleep here, but I'm terrified of all this. I'm terrified of this game, even more so now that I've relived it a second time, writing all this down, but I feel like there's still more to it than meets the eye, and that there's something calling to me to investigate this further. I think Ben is something in this equation, but I don't know what and if I could get a hold of the old men, then I would be able to find out some answers. I need another day or so to recuperate before tackling this game again. It's already taken a toll on my sanity, and I feel like, but next time I do this, I'm going to be recording all of my footage, all the way through. The idea to record only came to me towards the end, so you see the last few minutes of what I saw, including Skull Kid and the
1: Elegy statue. But it's on YouTube here. Okay, I might have deleted the links, but the, the, the I think the most compelling part of this story to the people listening is like you, the guy who wrote this, the person who wrote this, also made the ROM hack of the game. So he kind of videotapes in-game footage of all of this shit happening. Now that
2: I've not seen.
1: That's really cool. Yes, there have been many interpretations of this of this story. In footage form, and it really lended, it really lended to the form. It really did. Every time he would post, he just put out a new video of like maybe a minute or two of him dealing with what what he just described. Yeah. You know, like the, the statue just fucking following him. We should.
3: Is it over? Absolutely not. All right. I'm going to stay in this thread for a little while longer before I fall asleep to answer any questions you guys might have or hopefully listen to your ideas or theories to help me shed some light onto this or maybe things I should try to do. I think I'm going to play Ben's file tomorrow and see what happens. Maybe I was supposed to do that all along. I don't believe in paranormal shit but this is a little fucked up. But maybe this Ben guy is just really a good hacker programmer. I don't want to think about the alternatives if he isn't. That's the end of this copy-paste. I'm hoping that maybe this is some kind of running gag that the developers had. And that other people have gotten gag or hacked copies of a game like this. This just really scares me.
1: Yeah. It's kind of creepy. I like it. Is this ringing a bell too? Yeah. Have you seen the videos I'm talking about? I think... Me and my other friend watched blips and blurbs of it, but I don't remember it all the way through. You've never seen any of the videos. I've
2: never seen the videos. But That's interesting
1: I've... that you would know the story, but you wouldn't know the, the videos. This is the most compelling part.
2: Yeah, I've, I've never seen the videos. Post 2,
1: September 8th, 2010. One day later. Just one? One day more. Another Ten. Ben, another yes. Majora's Mask.
3: Will someone just come <laughs> and lick my ass? <laughs> Stick it in my
1: ass. Oh, I'm not gonna post what happened in like the video footage, but last night everything got too real for me. I think I'm done messing around with this. I passed out pretty much immediately after making this thread, but last night that elegy of emptiness statue, I had a dream about it. I dreamt that it was following me in my dream that I would be minding my own business when I'd feel my neck hairs stand up on end. I would turn around and that thing, that horrible, lifeless statue would be staring with those empty (coughs) eyes right at me, merely inches away. In my dream, I remember calling it Ben, and never before had I had a dream that I could remember so vividly, but the most important thing is I did get some sleep, I suppose. Today, putting off playing the game as long as I could, I drove back up to that neighborhood to see if the old man came back, and as I expected, the car was still gone and no one was home. As I was walking back to my car, the man next door mowing the grass killed the power on his lawnmower and asked me if I was looking for someone. I told him that I was looking to talk to the old man that lived there, to which he told me what I already knew. He was moving, trying a different avenue. I asked if the old man had any family or relatives I could talk to, and I discovered that this old man had never been married, nor did he have any children or grandchildren through adoption. Starting to become worried, I asked one final question, one that I should have asked from the beginning. Who was Ben? The man's expression turned grim. And I learned that four doors down, around eight years ago on April 23rd, the man informed me that it was the same day as his anniversary. That's how he knew the specific date. There was an accident with a young boy named Ben in the neighborhood. Shortly after, his parents moved. And despite any further attempts to talk to the man to get more information, he wouldn't divulge anything else. I went back and started playing again. I loaded up the game, and immediately I jumped at the title screen where the mask flies by. The sound that played was not the normal whoosh sound, it was something much more higher-pitched. I pressed start, bracing for the worst, but just like two nights ago, the files Your Turn and Ben were displayed. Truth be told, I looked at the Ben file earlier. It seems to fluctuate between displaying the owl save and not. I brought up the Ben file, hesitated for a moment, noticing that the stats were not the same in the original. Were two days ago, it seemed like he had already completed the Stone Tower Temple this time. Summoning my courage, I selected it. Immediately, I was thrust into complete chaos. Sure enough, I was outside Stone Tower Temple, but that's about all that was expected. The zone itself wasn't called Stone Tower Temple, but rather S-T-O-N-E. And immediately, a dialogue box of complete gibberish that I couldn't make out greeted me. Link's body was distorted, his back was cocked violently to the side where his posture was permanently disfigured. Link's expression was dull, almost monotonous. He had an expression on his face that I didn't recognize before. It was a blank look, as if he was dead. As Link stood there, his body spasmed irregularly back and forth, I examined what had become of my avatar and noticed I had a C button item that I had never seen before, some kind of note, but pressing it did nothing. Sounds played back and forth that I didn't recognize from the game, almost demonic in nature, and there was some kind of high-pitched yip, or some kind of laugh or something playing in the background. I had all of the two minutes to take in the environment before another one of those fucking Elegy of Emptiness statues was summoned and immediately after I was cut into the dawn of a new day screen, except this time it was without the ineligible. I was a Deku scrub in Clock Town. The scene would normally play after the first time you traveled back in time. Tattle would say, well, what just happened? It's as if everything has. But instead of saying, start it over, she finished her remark in a broken text as the laugh of the happy mask salesman played in the background. I was put back in control of my character, but from a fucked up camera angle, I was looking from behind the door to the clock tower, watching my avatar run around as a Deku scrub. Seeing as how I really had no place to go because I couldn't see anything, I begrudgingly went inside the door. There, I was greeted by the Happy Mask salesman, who simply told me, You've met with a terrible fate, haven't you? Before the screen whited out.
2: I was in Termina Field as a human again. I might as well not have been playing the same game anymore. I was being warped around, and there was no sign of a day clock or anything. I took a moment to get my bearings as I looked around the field, and immediately I could tell that this was not normal. There were no enemies. And a twisted version of the Happy Mask salesman's theme was playing. I decided to run towards Woodfall before I noticed a gathering of three figures off to the side, one of them being Epina. Epona. Epona Epina Epona. Epona. I was called
1: Epina. What have you How? called it? Epina. Did you call it
3: you called Epina? Yeah, like empanada. Oh, I already called it empanada. That's right. It could be, you know, what, tomato, just... tomato, sphincter, anus.
2: Language is subjective. Yo, did you just try to genderify my subjective? As I <laughs> approached them, yeah, let's get some jokes on, guys. We need, we need to start laughing again. <laughs> let's be vulgar. Your fucking vape pipe got me. <laughs> got my coffin all acting up. We gotta be vulgar right now, guys. Please read the story. God, I'm so chenek. As I approached them, now remember, re- <laughs> recall, three figures, much, much like on this couch, right now. Yo, did you just assume the number of my figures on this couch? Dude, I have had a havesauce. Hey, there are three it's men sitting cold. on a couch, or are they? Go take the <laughs> headache, man. Did you
3: just assume
1: my gender? You, you're. That's your job. We're
3: not even halfway
1: there. through the fucking story, dude. It's okay. I'm gonna cut it and <laughs> play. Yo, cutting this
2: now. Hey. <laughs> That's fantastic, Now I can't. Hey. Now I can't cut it. Cutting's
1: not a disease. It's a choice.
2: Get your fucking. Can you shut up and go get your goddamn I don't see him. help pills. No. As I approached them, to my horror, I saw the Happy Mask Salesman, the Skull Kid, and the Elegy of Ebony. Ebony. Oh. Okay, so I saw the happy mask salesman, the skull kid, and the elegy of empting empty. Yes, emptiness. emptiness Help me Help. Elegy of Help me cap Help sensory. me cap- Captain Captain Knuckles. Oh Captain. So the third the elegy of emptiness statue, just standing there. I figured maybe they were bugged out, but by now I told myself that I should know better. Nevertheless, I approached them carefully and found that the school Kid was playing some kind of idle animation on loop. Same with Iapuna and the Elegy of Emptiness statue was doing what it had been doing all along. Just standing there, eerily. It was the Happy Mask salesman that scared me more profoundly than the other two. Well,
1: what I was gonna say was, when you really think about it, He's probably the scariest part of
2: Majora's Mask. The happy mask sale? Oh and creepy as
1: shit. He's
2: great. He's frightening. Yeah. He too was idle, wearing that shit-eating grin. <laughs> but wherever I moved, his head slowly turned and followed me. I had not engaged in any dialogue with him, nor was I in combat with him. His head still continued to follow my movements. Reminded of my first encounter with the Skull Kid on top of Clock Tower, I pulled out my ocarina to which the game played this ding sound when you're supposed to play your ocarina. And I tried a song I hadn't played yet, the Happy Mask Salesman's own song and the song that had been playing on loop uh, back in day four, the Song of Healing. I finished playing the song and as I did, an ear piercing shriek blasted on my TV. The sky immediately started flashing. The happy Mask salesman's twisted theme song sped up, intensifying the fear inside of me. and link exploded into flames and died. The three figures stayed lit up during my death screen as they watched my lifeless body burn. I can't describe to you how sudden and terrifying the transition from eerie to terror it is. You're going to have to watch the video if you want to see it firsthand. That same fear that caused me to lose sleep two days ago started to grip me again as I was met with the text, you've met with a horrible fate, haven't you, for the third time. There has to be some kind of meaning behind that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Not picking up on the obvious. (laughs) Well, there's no meaning to anything, so. (laughs) Joke's on you, kid. LOL. LOL, fuck me, I hate my life.
3: (laughs) JK, 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 LOL.
2: We all die, (laughs) I had little time to ponder, as I was immediately given another small cutscene of transforming into a Zora, and now I found myself in Great Temple Bay. Hesitant, but curious to see what the game had in store for me, I slowly made my way towards the beach, where I found Epona. I wondered why the game had decided to put her here. Was the game implying she was trying to get a drink? Unable to take the mask off, I decided that riding the steed wasn't the reason she was placed there. Suddenly, I realized that Epina kept neighing as she went, and the way she was angled made it look like she was trying to signal a point to me off the distance. It was a hunch, but I dove into Great Bay and started swimming. Sure enough, I almost missed it. I found something at the bottom of the ocean. One last elegy of emptiness statue. I went down to examine it, and suddenly my Zora started doing a a choking animation that I had never seen a Zora do before. Which didn't even make sense because Zoras can breathe underwater. Duh, goodness. Regardless, my character choked to death and died. And again, the statue was the only thing that was highlighted in my death. I didn't respawn this time. I, I was booted back to the main menu as if I restarted the console.
3: The press start screen was before me. I knew the only reason why it would take me here because the save files had changed again taking a deep breath I pressed start and I was right the new save files told me about Ben now it made sense why the statue appeared when I tried to go to the laundry pool the game must have anticipated how I would have tried to escape the day four clock town the two save files told me his fate as I suspected Ben was dead He had drowned. The game obviously isn't through with me. It taunts me with the new save files. It wants me to keep playing. It wants me to go further. But I'm done with this shit. I'm not touching it anymore. Any more of these files. This is already way too horrifying for me. And I don't even believe in the paranormal. But I'm running out of explanations. Why would someone send me this message? I don't understand it. I just get too depressed thinking about this. The footage is up here for those who want to see it and try to analyze it. Maybe there's something, some kind of coded message in the gibberish or something symbolic in what I went through. I'm too emotionally and mentally drained to fuck with it anymore. Post three, September 10th, 2010. I know it is early in the morning I've stayed up all night, I can't sleep. I don't care if people see this, It's that's not the point. I just want the word to get spread so I don't suffer for nothing. I've lost the will to type about this. The less I dwell on this, the better. I think the video just speaks for itself. I did what you guys told me to do. I played the Elegy of Emptiness song at the first prompt by the game I was given. But I think that's what the game, or Ben, Jesus Christ, I can't believe I'm even humoring the absurd idea that he exists in the game, wanted me to do. He's following me now. Not just in the game, he's in my dreams. I see him all the time, behind my back, just watching me. I haven't gone to any of my classes, stayed in my dorm room, windows closed and the blinds shut that way I know he can't watch me but he still gets me when I play when I play he can still see me the game is scaring me now it talked to me for the first time not just using text, that's already in the game it spoke to me talked to me it referenced Ben talked to me I don't know what it means. I don't know what it wants. I never wanted this, and I just want my old life back. Stuff like this doesn't happen to people like me. I'm just a kid, not even old enough to drink yet. It's not fair, I, I wanna go home. I wanna see my parents again. I'm so far away from home here at this school. I just wanna hug my mom again. I just want to forget that the statue's horrible, blank face. My original game file is back. Just the way I left it, before it was gone. I don't want to play anymore. I feel like something bad will happen if I don't, but that's impossible. It's a video game. Haunted or not, it can't hurt me, right? Like, seriously though, it can't, right? That's what I keep telling myself, but every time I think about it, I'm not so sure. Post 4, September 12th, 2010. Let me just clear things up. I know you guys are worried about jad Sible
1: Jad-usable. Jack-septigay.
0: Top of the
2: world, ladies! I'm top of the world, ladies! You guys make such great pirates. <laughs> Arg. 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 Maybe. <laughs> Mate with Button me fire.
3: <laughs> Let me swab your poop deck with my tongue. Jad Usable. It's okay. He finished moving out today and he said he's going back home. He's just taking this semester off. I'm not really sure what happened. I have a vague idea, but you guys probably know more than I do. I'm Jad usables. Jad Usables.
2: Can Jad. you say it correctly, friends?
3: No, my Jad Usables. Jad Usable.
2: Jad (laughs) Usable. Lunchables.
3: I'm Lunchables roommate, and obviously,
0: (laughs) 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 Lunchables.
1: I knew something was wrong with him for a few days now. He stayed in his room all the time, fell out
3: of contact with literally all of his friends, and I'm pretty sure he hadn't been eating hardly anything after the second day. I couldn't stay in there anymore, so I've been crashing at a buddy's place, only coming into my room to get stuff that I needed. I tried talking to him several times, but he would cut me off or keep the conversation brief when I asked him about his strange behavior. It was like he was convinced something was hunting him. Yesterday, I came to grab my philosophy book, and he approached me looking awful, like horrible bags under his eyes. He handed me a flash drive and gave me specific instructions. He told me that he needs me to do one last favor for him. He finally explained to me what had been going on, gave me the account info to his YouTube account, and told me that he's getting away from here. That it lured him to play it again instead of trying to change things, and that he shouldn't have done that. And to upload the footage and inform people of what happened. I told him that he could do it himself and he got this wild look in his eye and told me that he is never looking at that game ever again and that's the last thing he said to me. He never even said bye when his parents came to pick him up I never got to meet his parents. I honestly can't tell you what happened when he spoke, it was kind of hard to understand him. and. His fucked up appearance really distracted me. Let
2: me. Pause real quick. Is this another, like, person? This is his roommate. The roommate, The roommate's taken over. The college roommate has taken over oh, the story. I missed that. Okay.
1: For the fourth post. Yeah. Whoa.
3: On the flash drive, there was footage of the game last night, a text document with his name and password for YouTube, and a third document called the truth.test containing what he told me were his notes that he'd taken. He told me that this meant everything to him. Did I follow his instructions exactly? Normally, I wouldn't be so to the letter for a request over a fucking video game. But the way he spoke and the way he looked made me know that this was really serious, and I'm gonna honor that. I've had this video since yesterday but had to have someone help me use Pinnacle. It's not really my forte. That after watching it, I had to go back through and look over his other videos on his YouTube account to realize what was going on, and even, and I'm really, really confused. The video I'm releasing tonight, the text will be released on September 15th, just like he requested. I haven't dared peek at it yet, so the first time I'll see it will be the first time you see it out of respect to my friend. To answer your questions, no. I haven't tried calling him yet. I think I'll give him a call tomorrow and see if he's okay or not. He should have gotten back home by now. About the video. In this video, I cut straight to when he loaded the Ben file in the game. Looking back, I realized that Jab Usable left the save select screen in because it said different names sometimes. So my bad for that. But all it said this time was the, the same at the end of his last video. Link and Ben. Nothing different. I wasn't there when he played it, but it looks to me like in the beginning when he first spawns, he's testing out his equipment or seeing what items he has or something. Because apparently they've changed randomly before, then, after I just think the game got too personal for him.
2: Post number 5, September 15th. Oh, Skipping right over me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot <laughs> that you exist. Oh, uh-huh. longible. So do I.
1: Brilliant. Must be nice. Post number five, September 15th, 2010. Hey, guys. Jad Usable here. This will be the last time you'll be hearing from me. And this is my final gift to you. These are the notes that I have taken and the realizations I've made. Before I delve into this, I want to thank you for following me, and thank you for listening. It feels like the weight of a powerful burden is about to be lifted. By the time you read this, I won't be around anymore, but after spending four days with this maddening game, I have begun to understand what's really at play here, and hopefully after reading this, we can ensure that this never happens again.
2: I'm really detecting a Howard the Alien vibe right now. There are
1: things that I could not share with you while you were going on due to the circumstances to which I'll explain. With Ben blocking any attempt I made to try and relay the truth to you, I tried ever so subtly to warn you guys in various ways. Amidst the chaos and my delirium, I devised to make a barely noticeable pattern in my videos. In all five videos I recorded over the four days, I have either had the Mask of Truth interacted with a gossip stone or the lens of Truth equipped at some point. For you Zelda enthusiasts, these are all symbols of honesty and trustworthiness, and I would hope that one of you may have picked up on the reference. As I played the file, which I would name Ben, being mindful of how Ben was watching over my every move in the game, I made a point to avoid doing anything too obvious, but I sent out a hidden message to you guys. I never equipped the lens, nor the mask, nor visited a stone. And it worked. And the video was uploaded. I prayed that someone would notice the pattern didn't apply to Ben. The tags followed suit too, I hope you guys paid attention to those as well. They were my little messages to you, nothing big enough that would catch Ben's attention or make him suspect anything with Ben manipulating and changing my files. I honestly hope that what you guys saw was close to what actually happened, but there is no way for me to know. This may be a long read. I don't have time to proofread or make all of my research pretty. But here it all is. September 6, 2010, 11pm. Can't believe what happened. Not sure if this was some kind of elaborate hoax, despite what fear I can't help but be exceptionally curious about this. Who or what is the statue. A lot of questions here. I'm starting this document as a diary so I can keep track of everything. I'm typing up a summary of what happened so I could come back to it later. September 7th, 2010. 2.10am. Summary was posted here. You can go back and look at my first post on day 4 WMV for that. 4.23am. I can't sleep. I've been trying so hard, but the harder I try, I just get more restless. I just feel like the statue is appearing whenever I close my eyes. 8 20 a.m. Didn't sleep at all just going to start my day I don't think I have the energy to go to class today I'm going to drive back down to talk to the old man taking my buddy Tyler with me just in case 1 p.m. back home now No sign of the old man really weird that he appears to be moving the next day But maybe the for sale sign was up there yesterday. and I just didn't notice it Tyler wants to know what's got me all worked up. I didn't tell him Going to eat feel like death p.m. could have sworn driving back from Subway that I saw the Elegy statue buried in some shrubbery, staring at me go by. (laughs) Now I definitely, definitely need sleep. 5 p.m. Don't think a lot of people would believe me if I told them about what's happening. Think I'm going to try posting this on the internet. Think I'll just use the summary. These notes are pretty sporadic. 6 p.m. Connected my capture card to my computer to upload the footage. Thought my computer froze for a second, made this strange popping sound when I hooked everything up, but now it seems to be working fine again. My computer can't die on me now. 7 p.m. Footage is finished uploading. The quality's a lot better than I thought it would be. Gee, yes, this is a really special cartridge. I've never had it come through this clear before. 8.45 p.m., thought I saw an icon pop up on my desktop that looked like the statue's face for a split second gave me quite a scare. Getting really unnerved and delirious, I'm going to crash after this. 9.00 p.m., began uploading my YouTube video on an alternate account. 9.03 p.m., I don't remember having uploaded a Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines video last year. This is probably the account that I shared with a friend of mine last summer. I hope he doesn't mind me using it to upload this. 9.55 p.m. Posting my summary of day four with a link to the YouTube video. Going to try to stay awake, but I am so tired right now. I want you guys to do the conversation, so I'm going to read this one.
2: Yes, Daddy. (laughs)
1: September 8th, 2010, (laughs) 10.48 a.m. I had a dream about the statue. I dreamed that it was following me in my dream, and that I would be minding my own business when I'd feel my neck hair stand up on end. I would turn around, and that thing, that horrible, lifeless statue, would be staring with those empty eyes right at me, merely inches away. In my dream, I remember calling it Ben. Power of suggestion, most likely.
3: Daddy always gets a
1: taste. And never before had I had a dream that I could remember so vividly. I remember calling it Daddy's Cummies. 11.21 a.m. I don't really want to play that game again. I think I'm going to go back to see if the old man's there instead. 1.35 p.m. No old man, but I had an interesting conversation with his neighbor. I'll post the full thing with my summary of tonight's attempt at playing the game. Going to wait for a bit, though, and see if I can't dig up any information on this Ben guy. 2.45 p.m. I've been getting random, inexplicable headaches due to the lack of sleep and keep hearing that song in my head and... Also, it's flu season, so I need to be careful not to get sick. My immune system is going to be shit right now because of all the all-nighters. 3 p.m. Blank. 3.02 p.m. My computer just, on its own, opened up a text document and wrote the words, Hi, and www.cleverbot.com by itself. What the fuck? 3.46 p.m. I went to the website. It's one of those bot chatting programs. I think it's best if I just let the conversation speak for itself.
3: Hello? Hello. Who is this and how are you able to control my computer? Who am I? Forgot, you're a bot. Do you really think that? Listen, I know whoever's fucking my computer can see my screen right now. Yeah, and I'll wager that you're one of those IT kids who thinks he's tough shit. You know what you're doing right now is illegal, right? Is it? No shit. Are you familiar with the H-T-E terms? Invasion of privacy? Get the fuck off my computer, kid. I'm trying to masturbate. I am your computer. (laughs) Cool story. Anyway, I'm calling DPS. I picked a bad time to fuck with me, kid.
2: Should I wait until you play the game, then?
3: What? That game. Majora's
2: Mask? Yes. How did you know about that? Because. Because what? I did it. Did what? I played with you. And you didn't even take me out to dinner first. (laughs) What the fuck? Were you scared? Who the
3: fuck is this? Ben. The statue? You're inside my computer now? Yes. How?
2: You connected me.
3: How the hell did I connect
2: you? Cables and cords. How? Tell me about yourself.
3: Well, I'm 32. I love the beach. <laughs> I love to drink Cosmos on the weekends with my girlfriends. I like big black cocks. <laughs> Do you have a black cock, Ben? <laughs> as long as you're paying. What do you mean?
2: Tell me about yourself. What do you mean? Tell me about yourself. (laughs) I already told you!
1: What do you mean? What the fuck? No, not you. Him, he needs to do the what? What the fuck?
2: What is it that really scares you?
1: What the fuck?
2: (laughs) Answer. No! Answer. What the fuck? (laughs) How the fuck did you just open that by yourself? I am your computer now. How much can
3: you control? All. What do you want from me?
2: To entertain.
3: You're stuck inside there! You can't hurt me!
2: Huh. (laughs) Question mark? Go play. No! You can't hurt me! Took you longer to type that. So? You're not sure. If you're so fucking
3: powerful... Why use a ridiculous website like this to chat with me?
2: Less messy, more structured, fun. Fun? Yes, tradition. I like it. You think it's funny? Amusing. And my notes? You may write them down. Why are you letting me? It is amusing to see what you think of me. Window closes. What the fuck? Fucking, like, 3.50 p.m., what have I when done? And drive us home, drive us off the side of the highway. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: invited it. To- Into my computer. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) What the the fuck? (laughs) I continue to write these notes, write my summaries. I feel like I'm a prisoner in my one place of security. I don't know. I don't know if I'm hallucinating or not. I feel like I'm fucking insane right now. I can feel it watching over me, even as I type this. Ben is controlling everything in the game, toying with me, leading me like a sheep. But for what? What's the purpose? I know Ben drowned. But why these hauntings? What the fuck am I even doing? It can probably even see this right now. 4.35pm, summary of the Ben WMV playthrough. 7.18pm, Ben called me to Cleverbot again. He tells me that he's sorry and wants to be free, and that I can free him. Just like how he got onto my computer from the capture card he could spread, but he needs my help. He says I'm special because I can help him. That's the first nice thing he has said. He promises to leave me alone. If I do it, he swears he will. I don't know what to think right now. How can I even trust this thing? Fall up for the first guy to call you pretty. 7.20pm. I'm terrified of it. But now it's saying that it was just having fun. It's twisted and fucked up version of fun. He's saying that the game is over. I do want it to be over. He says that he just wants to be free and that he's trapped in the cartridge in my computer and he wants to be freed. I don't want to have to deal with this shit. I don't even know how long I can deal with the watching. It's watching my every move, every keystroke. I have nothing private anymore. It knows everything that's been on my computer. It tells that if it wanted to, it could do horrible things to me. But it hasn't, so I trust it. 8.01pm, something tells me that I'm being played again, just like in the game. 9.29pm, Ben called me to Cleverbot again. I ignored it. I went to go take a shower. When I came to my laptop, I was welcomed with an image elegy statue staring at me. With those dead eyes, I don't want to talk to him. 9.44pm, fuck you, Ben. I'm not talking to you. 9.56pm, fuck you Ben I'm not talking 10.06pm, fuck you Ben I'm not talking to you 10.12pm, fuck you Ben I'm not talking to you (laughs) 1045 it's been more than a half hour and the messages have stopped Ben has stopped I'm beginning to think that Ben isn't confined to just my computer cartridge. I'm beginning to feel something. It's hard to explain it. I've never been spiritual, but there's something different about the air in my dorm room now. 11.42pm, I'm beginning to see the Elegy statue randomly as I search the internet in places I shouldn't, places where he shouldn't be. I'd be scrolling down and suddenly I'd be staring at a picture of the Elegy statue. Always the Elegy statue. I don't know how much more of this I can take.
2: September 9th, 1235 AM. What the fuck? <laughs> I just want to comment on the, the four posts. Fuck you, Ben. I, I, I won't talk to you. The way you said it, I don't know why it reminded me of Killing in the Name of I Rage Against the Machine. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why.
0: <laughs> fuck you! Do it! do
2: Fuck, you
1: all have to play a little
2: 1235 AM. My worst fears confirmed. Ben has tampered with my summary of Ben WMV. I looked at the summary that I posted on various forums for the Ben WMV file and parts have been omitted. There's no mention of Ben existing outside the game. There's no mention of the moon children. How could he have been that quick to delete the post without me noticing? I'm wondering if maybe it appeared to me that I was posting everything, but in reality, Ben was posted his own censored version. I'm going to ask Ben why he did it. 12.50 a.m. He isn't responding to me on Cleverbot. It's just giving the generic responses it usually does. I'm just talking to a bot this time. 1.24 a.m. I think Ben is mad at me. 10.43 a.m. The moon children appeared in my dreams last night. They lifted up their masks to reveal their hideously disfigured faces, maggots crawling out of their orifices, sunken black holes where their eyes should be, a yellow smile that slowly grew bigger and bigger as they came closer to me, like the inverse of a Jawa. They told me that they wanted to play. I tried to run from them, but the four children pinned me down to the ground with surprising strength. Over them stood the happy mask salesman, announcing that he had a new mask. That he wanted me to try in his spastic sudden movements matching his in-game appearance he took out a mask of modeled off of someone's face that i couldn't recognize a younger looking face and handed it to the moon children giggling they latched it to my face their horrible broken bodies bouncing up and down two of them held me down while the other two began to sew the mask onto my face my shrieks and screams caused the happy mask salesman's face to turn into the most horrific smile I'd ever seen. He sporadically moved around, examining this procedure like a curious doctor in that impossible movement. I flailed around, but it was to no use. My eyes rolled in the back of my head because of the pain. It felt so real, but I couldn't wake up. I couldn't wake up no matter how hard I'd tried. I couldn't wake up. After the mask was melted, onto my flesh. They began sewing my legs together. Then my arms. The horrific feeling of a needle puncturing your legs and and pulling them in, rupturing your Achilles tendons and tying them together resonated throughout my entire body. I tried to scream, but the new mask was pressed so tightly against my face that 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 it was my new face. And my new face had no mouth. I didn't make a sound. I tried telling myself in my head that I I was dreaming. Tried telling myself again and again, and suddenly the moon children stopped and, and looked at me. They just stared. And the happy mask salesman slowly bent down and stared at me inches away from my face and grinned when he simply said, you've met with a terrible fate, haven't you? Before the moon children resumed with increased vigor I couldn't wake up. I couldn't wake up. It wouldn't let me wake up until they'd crafted me into another elegy statue. I woke up, sweating, crying, and shaking uncontrollably. I immediately ran to my computer and went for Ben. Answer me, Ben. Welcome back. What is the point of doing this? Why? Amusing to see. How? Fun to play, fun to toy with you, make you feel safe. Da, da, da. I wonder how you would have reacted. To what? If I hadn't revealed myself and stayed hidden, only doing little things to play with you. Close out your windows, turn off your computer, move your mouse by itself. Little things make you wonder if I am there, but you never know give you little hints that I am. I wanted to do something different with you. You did this before? Yes. And I will do it again. To who? Ben? Hmm. Did you know Ben? Won't tell that information to you. How did Ben die? You know. No. But how did he drown? Won't tell that to you. Why? It is reserved for another. Who? Another who asks... When? Later. The window is closed. I'm beginning to think that this thing maybe isn't Ben at all. In its sadistic nature, I wouldn't be surprised if it took the boy's name after it killed him. 12.04 p.m.
3: My room is beginning to feel different again. There's something out there. I feel really threatened. Like there's something that's... Trying to reach out to me and strangle me, but it can't quite get there. 12:46 p.m. I think Ben doesn't want to play with me anymore. I'll play again. I'll play the game again. Ben, can you see this? I'll play the game again, please. Just stop this, please, please. 1:41 p.m. I'm going insane, trying to decide what is real and what isn't. Is Ben just playing a trick on me, or is this for real is ben generating these replies or are people actually posting them did i just see that the screen flicker was that just my imagination imagine depending on the internet and trusting your eyes for your entire life and then being blinded you can't rely on it anymore you second guess everything for the brief moment i am looking at my responses to the videos people were pointing out things that looked fake or photoshopped or whatever And then there was literally no way for me to know if Ben changed something on purpose to try and shut me up. Or if maybe those replies were just constructed by Ben to try and discourage me from even reaching out. See, I get fucking caught in an infinite mind fuck loop. And like this, and this is what has been wearing on my sanity and pushing me to the edge. As I'm writing this... There's no way of even telling if anyone even cares as much as I think they do. Just another fucking trick. Does this whole document even exist? Am I writing nothing? What is this? What's the point of playing? I die whenever I do anything.
2: You die because you can't figure out the secret. What? Thematic. What the fuck are you talking about? Their beauty in your suffering.
3: The window has closed. 9 p.m Ben is making me play the game again it tells me that it has something very important to show me 623 p.m. summary of the drowned WMV playthrough 909 p.m summary of the children WMV playthrough you guys had the conversation yeah is whatever that's part of the story uh-huh. what the take t- my shit frowns wait let me I saved the story for you but I'm gonna bring it home it's <laughs> my fucking show of course I'm gonna bring it hey you're fucking cocksucking sucking motherfucking piece of shit I want you to there's literally only three fuck. pages right Thautomus captain that's right
1: she nods in solidarity with me 11:52 a.m. the drowned WMV playthrough was up when I woke up today I remember typing it up but I don't even remember posting it he censored it again There's no mentioning of the old man. I have no voice anymore. I'm only posting what he wants me to. I'm the mask he uses to disguise himself as he lies. 1155 AM, there's an entire video summary of a video that I don't remember doing. Reading through the summary, This sounds morbid, resembling my dream from two nights ago, except on a far more sadistic scale. These moon children, there's something more to them, almost as if they're another entity from Ben. Something happened last night that I can't remember. I'm posting the fourth summary to the forums now. Shadow of my chair moved. 12pm. Ben won't let me visit YouTube. I can browse the rest of the sites, but he keeps on exiting the window when I go to YouTube. Why? 2.02 2.02 p.m. I'm feeling the air start to constrict. I don't think I'm alone here. Whatever aura has been here is getting more violent. 2.44 p.m. I'm trying to contact Ben on Cleverbot. He's not responding. I just get the AI. <laughs> 3.51 p.m. My ears aren't fooling me. I'm hearing the reverse song of healing. I keep hearing it. 4:23 p.m. now i'm positive of it earlier i thought it was a weird coincidence but just now i went to open my window and three fours down at ground level i saw the old man i'm completely positive i did the same guy he was just staring up at my window standing in the middle of campus if any students took notice of him they didn't seem to acknowledge it that's where my notes end i fled my room taking the cartridge with me I don't want to go into details of what happened. I'll lose my train of thought as I hammer out these last details. It's been roughly two days since then. This is my last summary in service to you of the final videos you guys saw. Matt WMV. The last video entry I made, Matt WMV, began as normal. I was spawned in Clock Town as usual, nothing seemed to be out of place determined, to set things right and play the oath of order on top of the clock tower on the fourth day I prepared myself. I sped up time and got to the final day, making my way to the observatory. As I got up to the telescope room and approached the astronomer, he would not let me look into the telescope. He told me that it would be cheating, and that I should follow the rules. Despite my repeated efforts, the game would not let me do the fourth day glitch, no matter how hard or what I tried. I tried working around the game and doing the glitch, but it was adamant this time. Regardless of it, I simply had the illusion of free will in prior games. This time, the game became more aggressive than anything I've ever seen. It eventually told me to go to Icona Canyon, where the game would end, and it would stop haunting me. Anxious and desperate to end this nightmare, I played the song of Soaring and ended up there. I was told to check my inventory, that I would find the answers there to end the game. I arrived at Icona Canyon and saved my progress at the owl statue. As I searched through my inventory, I finally noticed that I was missing a reoccurring song, the Elegy of Emptiness. Obviously, once I traveled there and learned the song, I supposed that was the last thing It needed before Ben decided it had enough fun playing with me. Ben is a manipulator. He tries to fool his victims into security and makes you drop your guard like a Venus flytrap. He ensnares them. I am nothing but a puppet to him and he enjoys seeing what kind of human emotions he can tap into by doing different things. There's are still some things about this whole experience that still don't make sense, but then again, I never was good at figuring out these things, and I'm not exactly in the right state of mind to. I'm giving you all the pieces of the puzzle for you to analyze and piece together the missing links. I'm typing these closing thoughts on the library computer of campus, and I've emailed myself the notes I have stored on my infected computer from the last four days. I'm then going to combine those copy-paste those notes with the closing openings that I've typed here on the safe public computer into one text document. I'm not taking any chances spreading Ben. I would not wish this horrible torment on anyone, and I've made sure to have my bases covered here. I didn't run into any problems with Ben when I was back on my computer trying to email myself the notes. Went right under his fucking nose. He has no idea what he has just let me do. Had no problems opening the text documentary from my infected computer in my email either. I can't describe to you how it feels to finally be able to get the word out in this post. The nightmare ends here. That said, do not download any of my videos or anything about my videos through a YouTube video audio ripper a screen grab whatever I don't know how he can spread but I know that just watching them on YouTube reading my text won't be able to allow him to spread otherwise he wouldn't have needed my help in the first place but I strongly recommend you do not take anything you see streaming online onto your own personal computer this will be my last posting I'm putting up on this forum here for the world If you see any further posts from me after today's current date, September 12th, and after the current time, 12.08am, discredit them. It already has proven to me that Ben can access my account, password, and manipulate my computer, and like I said, I have no idea to what extent it can do to this. But know that it will do anything to break free. He is desperate. To ensure your safety, just forget about me. Please. And obviously, this goes without saying, but from here on out, do not download any images I may have put up, any files, any anything. This fifth day will be my last day. I'm going to burn the cartridge and then come back to destroy my laptop again. Even (laughs) though I don't even know you, this is sort of bittersweet for me. This semester, I really don't have any friends, or rather, I stopped paying attention to them. But I suppose that's partially to blame because I am the genius who picked to live in a single. I suppose someone to get a hold of me and save me before I got too immersed into this game would have literally saved my life. However, it proved too much for me. I'm just glad it happened to me and I could get the warning out so that Ben dies here. Lastly, thank you for taking the time to open this and open yourselves up to me. By hearing my story despite maybe not believing me you didn't have to do that really you shouldn't have your support this entire time has kept me going and now i am finally free of this i think it like it does this subtle thing The Like, from the midpoint forward, where it just kind of becomes apparent that, like, he might not even be writing this anymore, you know? Maybe. How do you feel about it? It's good, and I'm
3: starting to remember more of it. I'd be interested to go back at some point and watch the videos.
1: The videos, I think, um, I think they do continue. I think the whole, like, discredit them thing... He uses to a good effect. Like I think he films some kind of conclusion, and it kind of reveals the narrator a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think, if I remember correctly, I think it shows like another death scene or something, and it's kind of like, oh, I think the narrator's dead, kind of thing.
2: It just it it it, it all happens really quickly. In a it's matter four days. in a matter of, in in a matter of days he he like.
1: He gets the uh, one-stop ticket to a fucking virtual haunting.
2: Yeah, it becomes it becomes engrossed in it so quickly. It reminds me of It Follows a little bit. Yeah, I think it's just got it's got this kind of um,
1: pervasive yet patient horror about it, and like the whole following aspect, the feeling like you're being watched. It's very eerie. Daddy always gets. Yeah. Luigi always gets a taste.
2: So yeah, what what were your thoughts, Ron? Oh, it's definitely creepy. I'm you <laughs> know I, I feel like if I were in that position. I'd shit myself.
3: <laughs> I'd take a big old grumpy dumpy on that.
2: I would be I'd be more interested. Bitch, I in, in, you my dick. I'd be more interested and in, I think I would I think I'd be okay investing myself further than he did.
1: Oh um, yeah I, th- I think I would do the same thing. I, that'd be I think I would I would only tap out at the so, clever bot thing. I really know, it'd like be detrimental but I like glitches, but um I don't think I ever would have stopped playing the game to the point that the clever bot would have needed to say like, hey, go back and play the game. I think I would have like played it through as much as I could have yeah I, I I'm surprised it took him so well, I mean, also that being said, I would have never deleted the Ben file. Hell no. it seems like that's almost like the the hair trigger to like. He was trapped in the then haunt happening. Yeah. yeah, like he kind of set it free. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: yeah, um, that's
1: very true. That's like you know, it's a hairpin, and I don't think I wonder. I don't think I ever would have done that, especially if if the guy just said goodbye, Ben. I would have been like, "Oh, this is sentimental value. I, I'm, I'm sappy like that. I would hold on to it."
2: I wonder. I wonder what the story would be like if that was one of the first things he did was delete the save file. It kind of was, though. Well, no, he he played. He played a little
1: bit. He got haunted, and then he deleted it. He played. He played. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, there's a fork, and the way it kind of implies is, you know, we we watched, we read the story where he deletes it at that point. I'm saying, wouldn't someone of rational mind going through this experience say, "Why the fuck am I playing my file? I'm gonna play Ben's instead of delete it."
2: Yeah, instead of delete it, why not hop on it and see what's up? Yeah, to see what happened. I'd be super apprehensive, but I, I would. I be just like, feel like he would have saved himself
1: half of the fucking story if he just played Ben's file through. Yeah, he made a dumb decision. I do like the. I didn't pick up on the
2: mirroring. Like, he also seems like kind of
1: a paranoid. Yeah, young but man. I mean, I don't really, I don't really blame him. It's all very unnerving. I always, I always thought Majora's Mask as a game was kind of, kind of unnerving.
2: I mean, even from the beginning of the story, the character pain is painted as very paranoid, talking about how creepy I agree. the man was. So I agree. this is definitely he, he. has that predisposition to being very paranoid. Perfect character f- f- with Majora's Mask. Like, yeah, I'd like to know. Actually, I'd like to know more about the the old man. Yeah. What, like, what significance?
1: (coughs) I really, I really don't know. I really, like, they don't give you anything. I don't think there's any kind of supplemental material that would answer that question. I don't think all that the ROMs do, I, I, I might as well bring it up. All that the ROMs do is kind of walk you through literally what he said. It's really creepy
3: though. I, I think at some point I'd like to sit down and watch it.
1: Gonna <laughs> walk outside. Put that behind him. No, it's not there yet. It's this is the beginning when it doesn't quite follow him around as much. Mm. Fight where he just laid there dead. See, like he really, he did everything. <laughs> and there's some, and there's some stuff here he didn't talk about, but like. This this was paired with the story. Yeah. It follows the same exact thing he said.
3: Matt
1: narrator's totally fucking dead dude it's great it's great I think I think it's really great that we read this on 100 because it's just like it's a classic you know when when I thought about doing this show I told myself like fuck we gotta do Ben Drowned at some point Yeah. it's just nuts it's just nuts it's nuts on a multifaceted level And I really appreciate the complexity and the level of detail he went into. It's not hard to ROM hack anything. It's not hard to manipulate old games on a new computer. Gary's mod fucking does it. You know, it shows it so well.
0: Mm.
1: But anyway, that was fucking awesome. Fast times at Freedmont High. What are your your closing thoughts,
2: Tenron? Nothing really of any... You know, importance. Just uh, you know, stay safe out there for the holidays. Hug your your loved ones. I think this comes out like. Merry Christmas, everyone.
1: October, like the second week of October.
2: Merry Christmas. <laughs> um, happy, happy Juanica. What about you, Franz? Oh,
3: loose lips suck dicks. <laughs> it's kind of accurate. Well, this is probably going to be
1: one of the last ones I'm on for a while, so... Oh, that's not a, true. It's been a pleasure being It's on. not here yet, but it's, it's going to get mailed <clears throat> to you when I get it here. I, I got you a mic.
2: So you guys are going to do online meetings? I got him a, I got him a
1: snowball because oh. I've been doing online ones with other people. Huh. You're such a cutie pie. Well, you're going to be seven hours away, and I'm going to want to keep keep you on the show, and I yeah. just, you know, I just got to teach you. You would use the same technology I do. You have a Mac? Yeah. You got a machine. So open up GarageBand, plug it in the same way, let your computer know it's there, and just press record. That's
2: it's pretty so, cool. It's so fucking easy, man. Why don't we end with a tutorial? Absolutely not.
3: Alright, guys, um, I'm gonna show you how to get a really nice smoky eye in just five seconds flat. So, take um, a piece of shit, sneer it in your eye, take a fan brush, boop, you're done. Throw some glitter on there if you got an extra second.
1: There's a. Uh, there are several episodes I've done online, and there are several more I want to do with people who do own really nice mics that, that don't live around here. Uh, Sir booberry hasn't been on an episode since like the eighties has a fucking nice mic. he does his online stream it's awesome fucking gnarly Charlie he streams video games on on twitch on Facebook on Xbox everything he has the same fucking microphone I do Cannibal siren, who is the only person who I've actually recorded episodes online with the quality always comes out great in the in the snowballs it's kind of um it's like the speaker tiny, in a circle, Mm -hmm. and it just sits right in front of your computer. But the quality is, I would say, just as good. Awesome, man. I'm excited. And I know you have a good microphone, don't you? No. No. Great. So, uh, this was was episode 100. We read uh, Ben Drowned, the uh, episode... 100s I guess it wasn't really even a special it was just like we read something good because it's episode 100 congratulations
2: well last maybe congratulations
1: for, everyone who got here maybe
2: for the last five minutes I'd like to turn things around to you cap because I want to get I want to get I, Express in the simplest way from 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 zero to hero like Honey, you mean Hercules what, what is it? that you think has improved the most i think doing this
1: for so fucking long the quality only gets better the more serious we are while reading or or maybe it's the the better the more crisp it sounds like i'm i'm always trying to make it sound better and every time i every time a new episode comes out i think i'm getting like one step closer every time to like the perfect sound for this type of podcast because it's kind of hard to kind of nail the tone sometimes specifically yeah. with with you know wild people and everyone brings everyone brings something new so you kind of have to adjust i think um episode 99 was really interesting because it was kind of the first time i had like a really <sighs> Intimate's not quite the right word, but it's it was small. It felt small for the first time in like a really long time. Like the show just felt like a little bit more clear, a little bit more condensed. Maybe it was the way we were talking, but Harold just he he like mellowed it, but in a in a fun way. And I don't think the show, it doesn't have room for any of that. So I think, like, the fact that I'm still surprised by how it sounds sometimes is mm. probably, like, the thing that's changed the most. Because, like, I'm probably, I'm probably this show's biggest fan. I'm the one who has to fucking listen to it six times on, on, its, on its way to export, you know? Um, well,
2: bouncing off that, yeah. what episode... Okay, so let's let's try to. If you're gonna use...
1: ask me to play favorites, it's it's so fucking tough, nope,
2: man. No, I'm not gonna ask favorites. I'm I'm actually gonna ask a little bit more specific. Sure. So, if you can, off the top of your head, what episode are you most proud of editing was? Oh wow, I would say Pen
1: Pal came out really great with frowns. I think that was the first time where I was like. Let's do something a little bit different. I, I looked for very specific music and I cued certain sound effects on time. That's really cool. Yeah, like we read stories about kids walking through the forest, so I specifically looked for forest things and then when it says like the bushes rustled in in the story, I would put in like the I would put in like an amp. I would amp up the forest noise a little bit so that kind of it's it's not tough you literally just highlight a section and then strike the volume up a little bit but it's even a subtle touch like that that like i i didn't do on like any other episode i you know sometimes i play with sound effects and i would say some of the funniest examples of my doing the same thing but opposite in tone is like whenever harold has been on um because we always do these shitty movie things, and I find ways to, like, put in preview music underneath Mm -hmm. it. And it just amplifies the level of bullshit of everything we're doing. Mm. It's like, um... In one of his first episodes, it's like he, he he does like a hero adventure flick. He like gives me a shitty concept, mm. and then in the next one, he gives me a shitty rom com. And like I just found the perfect music <laughs> to go underneath each of his descriptions, and it just it makes it sound like a sketch. You know, it makes it sound like it it's really odd. It's re- it, it's almost like Lonely Island esque. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's that kind of stupid. Have there trouble on Dookie Island?
2: Have there been, this is a two-parter question Sure okay. Have there been any episodes that the actual what, what, So, the first part of this two-parter yeah. is What episode, maybe not the story, but the episode itself Turned out the scariest, like, you felt while listening to it Well, you know being here, living in my haunted fucking
1: house So there's a second part of
2: my question And yeah. I'm gonna, I'll save
1: it, but go on the answer to that will always be episode 44, which is, have you... Had, the story is called, Have You Seen This Painting of a Hallway? But the, uh. but the episode is called, Have You Seen This Painting of Django? I think. <laughs> and um, it's literally just about this guy who's... Who, you know, in the same kind of brand drowned, like, perpetual fear. Um, every time he turns and looks at this painting that he got in the mail it changes a little bit
2: oh it's
1: very it's very interesting i would say that that one i was editing it at like three o'clock in the morning and i just felt my house like moving Mm. i felt my house (laughs) moving as i listened to this fucking story and i was just i got babadook feels real hard because the monster they describe kind of looks like a babadook
2: it's it's a black
1: shrouded figure with like big fingers and like a smile, you know, like it's just creepy. So my mind goes to Babadook like every fucking time, and it and it skeeves me the fuck out, man.
2: So my second part of this question, you might have to think hard. Sure. Um, in any episodes while editing, listening over again, have you have you ever heard anything weird?
1: I will say it a million times. I think. I think on one of Frowns' episodes, we literally... S- I might have cut it. It might still be there. I can't put my finger on it. I don't know what episode it was. Or if we were just hanging out. But the door fucking upstairs opened. I know I fucking heard it. I the door? Like the side door. Or the garage door. One of those two that's like right yeah. above us right, yeah. right now. Like if you're sitting here, you could hear the garage open. Mm-hmm. That's how loud it is. Didn't so that stands... Check it out. Of course I did. I thought someone was in the fucking house. I was like, come with me. And you were like, no. Oh, my God. Frowns, come with me. And I said, oh, I'm wearing my vagina on my outside today. So, like, I I wouldn't say that this house, like, terrifies me ever, but it certainly doesn't help, you know. So you can't... So when I when like... I edit the episodes by myself, I usually have like all the lights on, and I really hope that we're joking, because <laughs> like when the episodes get serious, it freaks me out a little bit.
2: Like right now, you and I are joking?
1: No, I'm talking oh. about when I'm editing the episode okay. when I have okay. to listen to the story again and like put creepy music under it and, yeah. and listen to every single fucking so word you... we're saying to you... make sure it's edited properly.
2: You can't you can't think of an example like something specific during. Not, like, when you're editing, you're, you have yeah. to listen to the video. But, like, do you ever hear anything in the recording? No, there's been nothing like that.
1: Nothing like that? Nothing like that. I, I, believe me, I would love to yeah. cite, like, yeah. an episode or something. But the most I could say is, like, I really mean it. When I was, ep- when I was editing episode 44, I literally felt like something was, like, around me. And, it, and, and like, it just made me want to turn the episode off. But I got through it, because I'm not a pussy. I just, you know, I did it with the lights on, you know? I just, I was doing it in the dark in my bedroom in, uh. at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. Because, like, I, I usually don't give in to this kind of feeling. Sure. And I don't know if I was high or if I was just lonely or something, but, like, I bought into it, man. When I felt the house move, I, I just, I was like, ah, oh,
2: well, I fuck this story, man. I don't know. Fuck this, <laughs> this fucking story. I don't know if this is too personal, but your room creeps me out. My room. Yeah. My bedroom. Yeah, because it has two entrances. Yeah, I lock both you know, of them just every like night. Like a woman, right? Locks only get you so far, my friend. <laughs> yes and no. I think <laughs> it basically to me. I, I, so walls are a different. I'm no, I'm no like like voodoo guy, spiritual guy, anything. Sure. but like, Walls are a different type of barrier for me than doors are. Of course, and because three you walls, can't walk through a fucking wall. Three walls are better than two. Two walls and, and two doors are just two access points, even I locked agree. or not. So it's just like <clears> the the it's potentiality.
1: I would say the potentiality is makes me safer. That's how I argue that. If there's you, really if there's another entrance, so then another that means I it. have another exit. You're just a pessimist.
2: I'm a realist
1: friend. <laughs> They're not gonna I'm not gonna ever have a situation where I have one person coming in that door and one person coming in that door. I just don't
2: I don't see it happen. I'm not talking I'm not Those talking are not about the odds. people. <laughs> yeah, I know odds. you're not. I'm really glad you said odds because I wanted to mention, you know, as a final thought to wrap up, my favorite episode I lived, I've ever listened to was The Odd Kids. You liked Odd Kids. That I knew you I would, I was listening to it. And I We're on was, mushrooms the entire fucking time, but that episode is crazy. I mean, I was. It was just. It was. I was captivated by. Don't you the content?
1: Where Am I has some really great stories, doesn't he? Yes. The Mayhem Mountain one. It's so weird. It's weird. It's just. It has this kind of feeling, and. And no, I like this. I think giving myself a half an hour to just kind of talk about the show, episode 100, I like it. Damn. So, <laughs> like, where am I's fucking episodes, man? They just get better and better. It's so weird. Like, he he just keeps reading these kinds of stories that make you think more than, like, anything. Like, we did the,
2: um, we brought, did Mayhem Mountain. He brought odd kids to the table, right? No, Odd Kids was sent to me by someone. Oh, okay. He, he
1: brought, just, he, he knew of it. brought another
2: story to the table. What one was that, I'm, I'm, I I'm
1: think? I think, I think he might have brought Mayhem Mountain. Oh, okay. I think he might have told me to read that. Or Django did. I think I, one of them did. And, um, Mayhem, Odd Kids, and New Fish are, like, three of the, like, when people ask me about like what are some of the best stories I've read on the show, I would usually say like, you know, Whistlers, you know, Uncle Uncle Jerry's Family Fun Zone, um <laughs> The Goat Man, Anansi's Goat Man story. Goatman. With Gestalt, that episode's fucking awesome. That is creepy. Gestalt has some good episodes too. We read uh Psychosis on another one. That one's that one's great. That one gets inside your fucking head. It's awesome. Gestalt I, um, brought Goatman to the table. Gestalt too, brought Goatman. Yeah. Absolutely. That he one, was into that, that shit. One I'm really Django into. brought, I love to talk about this episode, Dogscape. He hates that episode. I think it's great. I think Dogscape is such a such a fun idea, and I know he regrets bringing it to the table, because that's a long episode and, and he, and he wanted to quit halfway through it. Dogscape. I haven't listened to that one. Sockscape uh, 37. Oh. 37.
0: It's nuts. Well, my um, first
1: episode was in the 50s, right? 50, I want to say, f- no, you were 40s. You was were, it 40s? 1999. Okay.
2: Yep.
1: Was, like, 43. Yep. That was a cute one. D- Mr. Bear? <laughs> yeah, it was cute. Mr. Bear is great. You're creepy cute. We went straight from Mr. Bear into Whistlers. The, yeah. You know, when I when I tell people to, to listen to the stories and, like, some of the best stories we read... Nineteen ninety nine and whistlers always fucking come up. Those yeah. are just two solid fucking stories, man. Frowns are And then we got like, frowns over here, who I just read a bunch of bullshit you with.
2: input.
3: No, I'm just uh I don't know, I feel like I feel like we're losing them right now. Nah. I feel like they're not high enough at this point. Some,
2: okay. There's some there are some just enthralled individuals right now.
3: They're taking breaks between daddy's cummies and enemas
1: and they're just like they they're just working with what they've got, you know? So, before before I started, like, dating Thodemus Prime, uh, she had told me that she had listened to, like, maybe eight of the episodes, and I hope to God frowns she got to episode eight. I hope so. We recently, him and I, on drive back from uh, where he moved to, because we had so much time, Yeah, uh, we listened to his favorite episode, which is episode eight, where we read the sex operator <laughs> story <laughs> where we just get belligerently high and and, and spend and racist. spend and awfully racist uh, we have no shame social security card it's so hard to say social security card in Japanese <clears throat> um, when people ask me some of the funniest episodes I will usually give them a frowns episode a uh, Harold Heavy Hands episode or a Sir Booberry episode. Sir Booberry also reads some really fun stories, some really good stories. His episodes just don't have as many hits, I don't think, because he's afraid to share them with people.
3: Because everybody likes of the illicit Frank drug. And use.
1: Oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> of the illicit drug use. I think um here's a fun fact. I don't know oh. if you've listened to Crying Hawaiian's episode or any of his episodes. He has a bunch of good ones. But he was a fan before he was on the show. He was someone who I told about the show and he immediately listened to like all of it and I was like, How far away do you live? Yeah. Cause I- if you're this enthusiastic about it, get on the fucking show. Yeah. And he's been real into it ever since. We did a two parter that's coming out. I think the first part comes out actually like this week as we're like as we're talking. It's about Ouija boards. Oh nice. Yeah, you would like it. It's, it's all about a Ouija board hunting. Why couldn't it be about fucking surfboards, bruh? That's Get what it's me called.
3: Some fresh it's called Surfing
1: the Ouija Board. <laughs> nice, bruh. Because his name's Crying Hawaiian, bruh. bruh. Let's talk about other people. I, I think Harold Heavy Hands, he, um,. He spent a lot of time feeling bad about himself. He thinks he's a bad reader. He thinks that he doesn't bring anything, like, enthusiastic to the table. Well, then he needs to whip his dick out and throw it on the table. And I feel like 99 was, was really fun. I think each episode he kind of comes out a little bit and does something new. It, it's very interesting. Terry never disappoints. Terry the Tickler. He always just does his own thing. and And we read some solid fucking stories on his episodes, like... You'll never get a more funny version of Jeff the Killer. (laughs) That story is shit. (laughs) And Terry and I just fucking take a dump on it. I talk about Django's episodes in like every episode, so I'm not gonna talk about I'm not gonna talk about Django right now because. I don't blame me.
2: Argument Django's are the best. (laughs) Django's episodes
1: are just the fucking best, man. Which is why like I keep wanting to read Baraska. Everyone who's listening, who's probably a fan of creepypastas, knows that Baraska is, like, one of the coolest. And it's all about, like, I think snow, mountains, and, like, people lost. And I'm like, that's such a Django thing. I need to read that with Django. Um, it's also a very Whistler's thing. But fuck, man, I can't keep giving him all the good shit. So do no. right. I gotta spread the wealth.
3: Share the moment.
0: Share
1: life. I guess another thing I could say going forward is we're gonna have a couple more new people on the show too I've already got like three or four lined up and they're rearing to go and I know that they're the type of people who I've either acted with in the past or are just looking to do something new and interesting and I think this show kind of it's become an outlet for a lot of people to kind of express themselves without being worried about without what, really what it, saying anything, without even, I would say, without really saying anything, but I would, I would more so say, without feeling, um, like anyone is listening.
2: Sure. Because obviously, sure, yeah. people
1: are listening to the podcast, that's the point of it, but like, they don't know us. So, yeah. So, our level of anonymity almost grants us a kind of, you Peace. know, don't, don't let the, uh, <laughs> The four chan fucking weaponize their autism and, and find out who we are through our IP addresses and shit. Oh
2: um, my goodness, that's what the military funding is like for. Like dash poll
1: on four chan. Um, yeah, like I don't. They'd probably agree with most of my opinions on the show, actually. Um Revolved. I mean, we're joking I, 95% of the time. Uh, 95
2: I made a reference earlier. Yeah. Howard the Alien. Do, you, do either of you know what I was talking about? <laughs> With what? Howard the Alien. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, you should be shy for just Listeners, man-jogling. if you don't know who Howard the Alien is, uh, just Google it. Just Google it. It's this... It's this weird. It's like a compilation. It's a meme. It's a meme that it's the most viral meme. Oh, is that currently. the one? Is that the, the one? Alien. the chair? No, no, no. It's a metal. Oh, it's a metal alien that's dancing to. Um, oh,
1: that's the new one. Music
2: I, I, by I, yeah. uh, some rapper. I forget his name. Yeah,
1: I know. I've seen that one recently. I, I didn't know that was a thing.
2: Yeah, that his name is Howard the Alien. <laughs> it's really stupid. It's so stupid. But that's the reason I bring it up. Because you laugh at how stupid it is, you don't laugh at it. You laugh because it's so stupid. Let's get back to talking about the show and not how we're dealing. Okay, I'm like ready to fucking create, pass out over here. You should here, create like... a meme, and you should you you should look up you should say how many episodes this is so far. It's a hundred episodes, and then you should you should look up the average amount of episodes per pod, of podcast, and just have it like at a one hundred and one podcast so the crying man meme. Yeah. First frame, he's crying with um, <laughs> lots of pasta being at 100 episodes. Second frame is average lifespan of podcast <laughs> being 101 episodes, <laughs> and him him just tilt head tilted back sobbing tears, just tears everywhere. I like memes, folks. It's therapy for me. It gets me out of bed. It really does. I wake up and I I I hit your Facebook, hit your Reddit. And, and I see some Frowns really
1: finds all his best work on Instagram.
2: Instagram sometimes, Twitter mm-hmm. sometimes. Everyone has their own particular, you know, uh, media that they go to. Um, I, I follow some really good pages on Facebook. Some really nice nihilism pages that are really excellent. I, got, I just got an idea just now. Um,
3: Is it involving the great sleep... Because that would be pretty. I know funny.
1: you're I know you want to fall asleep. You're but tired. I wanted to go through something. Yeah, man. Dude, you're pathetic. Yeah. So, fuck you, so to end whore. to end this little edition Watch special, you know. I think I want to talk about like each of the people. Just mention, prayer. Sure. Just mention each of the people. Franz McBoohoo, he's been on a ton of fucking episodes. I would say his best is probably episode eight, but arguably eighty with Pen Pal. Pen mm-hmm. Pal's just a great story. Um, this was really great, too. Episode 100 came out real cool. Ah, oh, Disco Dracula. What is... What is his best episode? 85 was really good. We read, uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Somewhere in the 30s, we read, like, Squidward Suicide and, uh, Suicide Mouse and all that shit. And he's the lost episode guy. He has a lot of fun little episodes.
2: What was 56 and 61? I think I listened to one of them. Consult the master list. Pause for station identification. It's not too hard to bring it up. I got the master right here.
1: You said 56 and 56 61? And 61. 61 was really good. 61 is the fine print. That's the one about creepy creepy partners and uh creepy girlfriends and shit. 56 was the one where we talk about uh the canceled script for it in 2015. That one's pretty fun, too. We don't do many talky-talk episodes. Scutch. Scutch and Disco are like my talky-talk guys. We'll just talk about shit more than we'll read stories. It's fun to have that kind of podcast sometimes, too.
2: Yeah.
1: Django Phillips. Man. Uncle Jerry's is fantastic. That's 22. For some reason, the most listened to in the entire show is 16, which is the Slenderman spooktacular. Doesn't surprise me. People love Slenderman. Second most listened to episode 30, 31 with Django. Confessions of the Deep Sea Diver. People love that shit. People loved it. Second most listened to episode. Hmm. I love 34 and 35. That's games with ghoulies I just think they're fun. It's not like we're reading stories. It's kind of like we're reading, like, let's play a game. It's very hmm. interesting. He uh, he, Django speaking for Django likes the later episodes where we read short stories. I like the ones where we read longer ones. I think it's funnier. Uh, next is Sir, Sir Booberry. Uh We really like a lot of people really like his first couple episodes. They always talk about how, um, like seven and twelve. Which one was twelve? That's like Booth World Industries, and uh, the Walmart. The guy who steals the kid at Walmart.
2: Oh yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah.
1: very interesting. It's a very interesting episode with a lot of cool little short ones that that a lot of people probably know. um Terry yes. the Tickler.
2: Yeah, that creepy. The, sorry, the 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 the, the bear, the Walmart guy. Yeah. Admiring the, the, the small child. Yeah, that yeah.
1: Terry the Tickler. Um, I would say his his best episode is probably thirty. That's the Jeff the Killer episode. Um, 82 and 92 are super interesting We kind of cover topics And we talk for a little bit You're falling falling asleep
3: I know that you cunt Mr. Skellybones Uh,
1: Third most listened to episode Mr. Skellybones Episode 83 Third most listened to is uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark Part 1 People just love that shit I tagged the fuck out of it, and people click on it a bunch. Which goes to say, the next person on the list, Bunch of Baby Ducks, episode 83. But Bunch of Baby Ducks, we read Not Hot But Spicy on a bunch of his episodes, which I don't read with, like, anyone else. And that's always really fun, to, you know, just give a person a source. To just read a source with one person. Uh, Rocky Hockey Dash, Harold Heavy Hands. His first couple episodes are great. He, um with the movie pitches and shit and the movie reenactments I just think we tap into a different kind of stupid ass comedy and it works really well Um, Space Cowboy's first episode No End House was the most listened to for like a really long time cause he just shared the fuck out of it he was so happy to be on the show he was my old roommate and he just loves this shit Gnarly Charlie, one of my best friends his second episode 79, fantastic we read like an alien story about a changeling and it's fucking great Uh, Cannibal Siren, the only fucking vagina on the podcast. (laughs) She always reads really well. She has a lot of acting experience. I met her in college. She's a a dame. She's a, a dime a dame. Gestalt. I've known him for a very long time. He's my writer. Um, Goatman episode. It's just fucking awesome. You really liked Bedtime. That's also Gestalt. Bedtime is the one about the kid who every time he goes to sleep...
2: Oh, he hears some. Yeah, in dark. Ghosts they just move. fuck
1: with him and they crawl into his bed and the parents shit. The
2: finally start to get in on the vibe and then uh-huh. they move houses. And then
1: part two is he's now 40 and he's still dealing with it. Yeah. Um, it has a very it Stephen King thing. Uh, Where Am I? We already talked about him. All his episodes are fucking good, man. But, like, I, I hope he's listening to this because. We we probably don't have him on enough to let him know how much of a fucking gem his episodes are. He uh he i's, I've known for like oh man, close to fifteen years. He's great. Strawberry Shortcake, he's only on two episodes, but they're sweet fucking episodes with Django. <laughs> Every episode with Django is a good episode. Uh Crying Hawaiian, the fan turned fame. He uh he has a he has a fun alien episode. He was the first person I covered aliens with. That's uh 52? No, that's 64. And then we do the Ouija board in 89 and 90, which are going to be a good two-parter. Um, it kind of does a conjuring thing. It's very cool. Then we got you, Tenron Otrin. Um Whistlers, man. 59, 60, and then I think 81 or 74. 74. It's, we did the three Whistler parts, like, back-to-back-to-back, to back to back almost. You know what they say about Whistlers? whistlers- you can whistle... I'm he could push this thistle in my bristle bone. Scutch McGee, all of his episodes deal with stories dealing with children. Sexy he, children. He's really afraid of children. He thinks children are terrifying, yet he has to. He's a dad. <laughs> so it's really funny to have his perspective on the show. We read about, like, clowns and killer children. His episodes are real fun. Tom Bongmadil, my Brooklyn boy. He, um... He hopped in for two episodes under weird circumstances, and... I wouldn't say either of them are uh, challenging to listen to because he's very critical. He um, he edits and he writes. He he's an English major, so he um, he more critiques the stories than like anyone else on the podcast. <laughs> it's very interesting. I would say him and Gestalt have that in common. Gestalt will just stop and be like, "This is written so bad." Yeah. Uh, Spum and cum my brothers they've been on two episodes seven I definitely listened to i think 73 is um yeah that's Se-
2: shortly after your trip right
1: we uh we talk about doing acid in disney world
2: yeah that's pretty I much like the first
1: it's a very funny episode i think that's the fourth most listened to out of all of them and that's <laughs> that's mostly due to my brothers and their friends they just think the episode's very funny Um, we do a lot of toast on their episodes. Frowns is in the first one. Um, toast is like short, short, like one pagers. Hmm. Uh, and then my last two additions to the show, Punxsutawney Trill and Deputy Dewey. I had been trying to get them on the show since I would say like episode 40, but they, um, they just, they're too fucking busy. It's hard to get three people all to sit on the couch sometimes. I think you guys are an exception because you guys hang out already. Mm. whereas they don't get to hang out all the time, so it's, like, three different people with very different schedules. Mm. I think Deputy Dewey works in, like, a different state, and I think Punxsutawney Trail is back in school, so it's very hard to get everyone, like, together. Um, Just give up. Their episodes are really funny, and I know that they have more friends that they want to bring onto the show, too, and I know that they would be good additions, Um, but we'll have to see. What well, the future holds. I think their episodes are really funny because they both have such.
2: There's an audition process now, folks.
1: There isn't. There really isn't. I think the. I think. You have to send in a two minute clip. Harold Heavy Hands really. Keep your slate short and clean. I have to edit his episodes very hard sometimes. Like, I have to edit them with a heavy hand. And it's ironic that his name is Harold Heavy Hands. But even his episodes sound good. So it's just like,
2: yeah, I'll put in a little bit more work to make it to make you not sound like an idiot. What the listeners don't know is that at the end of each episode, at the after the end of each recording, we have we're given notes on how we did. <laughs> he takes notes during this is these... coming up in your notes. I just want you to know that. Thank you, thank you, notes, and it. Uh, I I if I don't come prepared with with pen and paper. I I'm told I can't record. That's happened a couple times. I I was prepared to record that night, and because I wasn't prepared to take notes afterwards, I wasn't allowed to because I wasn't improving on my craft. So, so Tan tell
1: me, um, you uh, set up straight. Did you uh, did you ever since this morning like think about? Inverting this episode back on me. Should we record tonight, um, or was this an idea you had while we were sitting here?
2: Don't me fossil Okay, um, so I didn't even think about that. It kind of, it, it. Uh, I was inspired in the moment. I That's was great. I felt, I felt it was the right thing to do.
3: <laughs> well, you were fucking wrong.
2: <laughs> he wakes up to.
3: say I
1: hope that. you take after Ben. Go drown. <laughs> Go drown. Tentron Otrin. Oh,
2: Tentron Trotrin. Team Ter,
1: <laughs> now, now he's on your team again. No, um, I'm fucking like, um, why, why,
3: what's happening? Why are we still recording? 100's hundred's over. Talkin Let's go. Time to fucking go. It's
1: hundred episodes. Talk. This, this is what you about
3: you. I'm sorry, you two were busy talking about other bullshit. I had no room to enter. About
1: the whole show, man. Talk to us about what you're feeling. Like you're now. the OG. What like, am I feeling you, right you now? You don't have any opinion to share. You're the well. OG. I'm sorry, y'all. We're talking. I created this show with two other people. This show was only done because I had two people say this sounds like fun. And one of them was Frowns McBoohoo.
2: And you know what he's doing right now, folks? Sleeping. Not taking notes. A fucking
1: taking all his. The sleep. other one is Disco Dracula.
3: <laughs>
1: who Frowns will always hate because I gave him a theme song. I never got
3: shit. I got shit. Except I just a, get a lot, lot s-
1: of episodes, just, <laughs> except get, like more episodes than anyone else. All I
3: get is the sleepies.
1: <laughs> so, he um he's been here since the very beginning. And uh, and I'm humbled by his inclusion in this should show. Be humble. Mm-hmm. As far as Tenron goes, you should have been to do. you should have been included the entire time. I just think we uh, fuck, fuck, man, we we've been doing this for two years. We've, we've come a long way in two years.
2: Yeah, we you know we've only been fucking for a couple of years now. So yeah, man. Even though we've known each other one day we'll for, settle down.
3: Takes for Harambe. We've,
2: oh God, and. And triple X.
3: And tri- no, he doesn't get it. Dicks after so
1: Triple X. Together. He gets the ass. Oh man. Well, I really appreciate the like inversion there because uh I think a hundred triple digits it is something to talk about and I appreciate your questions. Shake's hand. Yeah. So um <laughs> Hugs man. We uh <laughs> I
2: feel I like I feel like several bear. people. Several people have told me. I want to go to bed. Shut your goddamn mouth, you son of a bitch! <laughs> I'm being several held people, against
1: my will. Several people have told me I'm that. I'm naked. This show has almost made them like better people. Jesus Christ! And I think that's just like the fuck? shut up. I just mean in the sense that like they feel closer to their friends now that they like have experienced doing this with their friends and i think that that's very magical and i and i you know i also i didn't i didn't get to talk about it very much on your episode that i mentioned it but we had like someone reach out to us i would say somewhere around episode 60 something 70 something and ever since then he's just been like he lives all the way across the fucking country and he's just like really fucking love your show dude keep doing what you're doing and I think that's dope. Uh, I thought you were gonna be like, <laughs> "Well, my name's Doc." Granted, Death, he's in Colorado, and,
3: um, <laughs> and people feel much better about themselves after listening to me yeah, speak. Yeah, I'm the Doctor, I'm, I'm doctor Philip of creepypasta I am, I am God. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Feel better. You, Amen. I'll ask my children.
2: <laughs> oh, you're lie. awake. You're awake now. No, I'm was,
3: in. i I'm in, What I'm were you gonna, in, gonna say, I
2: was gonna express some sentiment. Oh fucking do it.
3: Light me up, I was going to say that
2: I'm really going to miss you, Frowns. Oh, where am I going? We are going to miss him.
1: I'm going
2: to... I'm going to hell. He's going to hell, boy. He's going to be... He's... I'm going to miss his wit. I'm going to miss his, his comedic timing. I'm going to... I'm going to really... You know what I'm really going to miss about Frowns? His Mc- juicy tits. Make boob who?
0: Fucking
3: juicy tits. <laughs> he Just did Just keep fucking... Keep stroking it Keep oh. stroking it 10 <laughs> drone <laughs> ten, ten, Oh frown ten, on my boo boo ten, oh. 10 inch Oh, man.
2: I, <laughs> Ten inch. Oh,
3: man. I really like your... Uh... I'm going
2: to pass out. I just took a giant laugh.
3: You took a giant uh, shit. I think... fucking split his anus open. Oh,
2: frown him like a the jo- He's like the Joker I now. I like that
3: you're saying it wrong, wrong You want to know how I got these scars? I took a huge fucking shit and just split my anus right open.
2: You, you had anuses. You and now,
3: <laughs> it's a, it's and your, now I'm it's always smiling. Card. So, Frowns.
2: McAnus Who. Frowns may be.
3: Well, I mean, yeah, you can't
1: see the face. Anus Who! Fr- Frowns may be leaving the state, but he is not leaving our hearts, ladies and gentlemen. He, um. We've signed him on for a few more seasons, even. We, we got him to. Uh, he's gonna do an online commute. He's gonna, uh, do, he's gonna do remote access.
3: Ask me how much I'm getting paid! God damn, it. jack
2: shit! Resume building.
1: <laughs> oh yeah,
0: So <That's> going right.
3: <laughs> dank meme and dank recording. Creepy pasta.
1: Oh, you cook? Well, that's such a lovely <laughs> skill. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to William and Sonoma. Welcome, welcome to William Sonoma.
2: Oh, is that a Halloween cooking theme show? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's really good. <laughs> That was That's terrifying. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, we're we're done. We don't have to talk anymore. I
2: think I think, can, I can I think go
1: I'm with. gonna take see, the listeners don't know this, but months sometimes take place in between episodes because we record, 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 and then don't for like two months and then record, record, record. So I'm gonna take like a two-month <laughs> break on recording because we're so backed up. That was yeah. Hey The next thing I'm gonna record, man, is gonna be like an episode that's coming out during Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Yo.
2: You're backed up, man.
3: Yo. Yo. I didn't get to be on Halloween last year.
1: Because I do Christmas with you every year. And I don't think we're doing a Christmas one this year.
3: Well I need to be on some type of holiday one. Why? Because it's tradition! Tradition See what you don't Tradition. understand
1: what you don't understand there is that the, the Christmas ones are interesting because horror by nature is already customary for Halloween. So when we do Christmas episodes, it's like our own Christmas special. You know, it's like our it's like our off-brand time to, to do something stupid. And here's what you don't understand. Are Hi you, I'm Jack. Are Nicholson. you doing the Jack Nicholson. I'm Jack Nicholson? I've talked about this on the last two episodes already. <laughs> I mentioned our Jack Nicholsoning. Hey, you want to hear my Jack Nicholson impersonation? I do Hi I'm, I'm Jack
2: Nicholson. It's Hi, really it's really good. Wow and I'm Al. How's it going, Jack? <laughs> <laughs> That's it's terrifying. Fucking fantastic. <laughs> Um, my favorite movie Al Pacino's been is Devil's Advocate. Oh, it's a it's great a fantastic movie, film. It's uh, Meg Ryan, right? Uh, yeah. I don't think so. Who's the blonde chick? Oh, uh, um, I don't know her name, but I know her well. Yeah, anyway, she's a blonde chick. She shows her tits. <laughs> Keanu Reeves is really good in it.
1: Keanu he shows great. his tits too. Yeah, man, it's a great movie. Anyway, let's end this fucking podcast. Yeah. So, uh, uh, any final what, thoughts? What's it,
3: what's it called?
1: This is lots of pasta,
3: of and, if and if you're vegetarian,
1: vegetarian,
3: and uh, if you're vegetarian, vegetarian, vegan, if you're whoa, I've whoa, gone five seconds go and and I've already said that I'm All vegan. Right. Let me let me bring it back.
2: What whoa. the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> what the, the fuck?
3: Vegetarian? What the fuck? Pasta. And Ben's drowning. Do do do. Do Ben's, Ben's drowning? Do 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 Ben's drowning? Do 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 And he's a she, and assume my gender. Can you
2: say yeah. frowns, frowns one last time? Can you can you say your calling card for us? What's what the fuck? No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, asshole! What's you have God. to say the word anus in, <laughs> in, in just the, in the frowns McBoob like, who you way you do.
1: Wait, wait, wait! I
2: have a great, I have a great recording.
3: Oh, <laughs> you got me on the spot. Let me see. Oh, let me see if I can. Oh, find shit. it Oh shit! I know what's coming, folks. Yeah. You're in for a treat. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Here well. it comes.
1: Now I know you no, I ain't be doing no road trip without no lactic acid starter culture. Ain't that right? Yeah, f***er! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eat my that's anus. And that's all she wrote. Anus. Bye.
3: Eat my anus. What the fuck Dude, you the one from the one to the three. I like good pussy and I like good tree. Smoke so much weed, she would the believe. And I get more ass than I a-